Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smodcast Morning Show, the Tuesday edition. Uh, our apologies. We are having some technical difficulties this morning, and we aren't streaming live uh, audio, but we are streaming on Ustream. So if you want to uh, catch us there, it's Ustream.tv, and the channel is Jam Master. Is that right? Jam Master Live. Jam Master Live. Yeah. For those All of you that stream. can hear us. Yes. yes. For those of you that can't hear us, raise your hand. <laughs> wow, that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, look at them all. Yeah, uh, and joining us in the studio is the lovely and amazing James Franco. Oh, yes, thank you. <laughs> and Emily O'Hare. And Emily. I'm and, here. Uh, she's here, too. <laughs> Hi, Emily. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm a little insecure without Bill here. Really? You yeah. do look really nervous. I'm really... I've never done this without And Bill. go. He's my wingman. Oh, oh. wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just fine. You're awesome. We spent uh, we spent Saturday together. It was a lot of fun. Really? What'd you guys <laughs> do? We had such an adventure. I can't even tell you. We First off, we uh, we went to my friend's... Uh, uh, in the evening, we went to my friend's bouncy castle party. Oh. And they had an enormous bouncy castle that was a... That was a it was a fight, a fiefdom, a bouncy fiefdom, as I believe <laughs> Bill explained it. Um, hey, that's me talking. Hey, there you are. And uh, so then after that, we went to a magic show. And then after that, we went to a party that was uber lame. And we just sat on the couch and groaned about how we ate too much. But the real fun came <laughs> when we tried to leave and his fob on his car didn't work. And so he had to unlock the door with manually and of course the alarm went off and it was like 2 a.m in this neighborhood and his alarm is not one of those cute little like beep 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 yeah. kind of alarms it's one of those obnoxious alarms that sounds like you're an asshole waiting for your friends to come down and get but in your you car. want that for an alarm don't you <laughs> i guess right? i guess everybody who came out everybody was like the like people brought eggs to egg us because they really thought that we were some asshole just oh beeping. nice it really it's one of those <laughs> bam 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 and it was like oh god and we couldn't you know how you know how patient and and re- relaxed and calm under pressure bill is oh yeah so. <laughs> mr cool i think they call him yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so like thank god and we have you know we don't know cars so thank god one of the people who came down to throw an egg at us was like an ex-mechanic we spent <laughs> so he's like he's got a wrench in one hand and a half dozen in the other (laughs) do i help him do i do i egg him (laughs) um thank god he chose to help us uh and so apparently you guys if you have a ford focus it was made in approximately bofus did i did i say bofus no no it's just a a very bad joke um to turn off the alarm you have to uh, turn on the ignition while your foot is on the brake bill did not know that and it cost us about two hours (laughs) What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, you have to t- put on the... You have to push on the brake with your foot and oh then turn my. on the ignition. You can't just turn on the ignition. Oh. And that would turn off the alarm. But it took us, you know, taking out the fuse box, removing that the horn, disconnecting the battery <laughs> to figure that out. Um, oh, thank you. So, um, we'll come back to that. Well, no, no, let's continue this. But, and you yeah, also you had your show uh, on the weekends, is that right? Uh, well, I didn't, sh- I didn't, uh, do, I didn't do Midsummer this weekend because I was, I was filming a little short. Ooh. More on that probably next week. Okay. Um, or later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, no, so nothing new opened. My new show opens this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. Uh, rehearsal's going okay? Yeah. Yeah. We don't have enough. We don't have enough rehearsals. I'll tell you that much. Um, anyhow. That's always the way it is. In the news, as we normally start, uh, we... I, I guess everybody's been talking about the, the George Zimmerman ah, trial. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar, I know we have a lot of international listeners, um, there was a case in Florida where there was a, uh, a neighborhood watch guy. I mean, I'm sure everybody knows this, but just in case, uh, neighborhood watch guy, um, sort of a, a self-styled vigilante uh, enforcer of justice, I guess. And he yeah. was in his car and he noticed a, a black teenager walking through his neighborhood. And then he went and uh, called 911. 911 said, don't follow the guy. He ignored them and followed the guy. The, this teenager was uh, eating Skittles and drinking an iced tea. And um, got, they got in a confrontation. Uh, apparently there was some violence involved. And that's when Zimmerman, the uh, vigilante, pulled out his gun and shot Trayvon Martin to death. Uh, that, so that was a big trial going on, and uh, he was found not guilty because of what's called the uh, Stand Your Ground law. Around half the states in the U.S. have uh, what's these Stand Your Ground laws, which basically say that if you feel that you are in imminent danger, you have the legal right to shoot that person to death. It's the Stupidest law. I've ne- yeah. I, I, it's insanity. I thought we learned from Bernard Getz. For yep. those of you from the 80s, kids, 80s kids, we had a, a vigilante before, uh, the subway vigilante, Bernard Getz. And he went to jail. And he went to fucking jail. You can't just walk around. This, this isn't the, the Wild West, as much as people want it to be. You can't just walk around and shoot people. Uh, I mean, well, f- for fuck's sake, then I- I'm going to get a gun and I'm going to walk around on right, the streets. Right. I mean, it, it and I, sure enough, there was a guy who, who did that. There were some teenagers playing music too loud and he shot one of them and in yeah. Florida. And he said, well, you know, I was standing my ground. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a sa- like more and more there. There's this growing savagery in the U.S. Yeah. Uh, both economically and uh, physically. Uh and I don't know. Do you, do you follow it at all, Emily? I did a little bit. I think the hardest thing about the case, and this would have been really difficult for the prosecution, is correct me if I'm wrong, but nobody, there were no witnesses. Like when everything went down, it was yeah. the only living witness was the guy who shot him. Right. So right, you're right. you're gathering evidence and trying to prove exactly what happened. But y- even you based only have on one source of information, based on that. You know. I mean, based on that premise, yeah, I think it sounds ridiculous that, that yeah. somebody didn't say, dude, you overreacted right. <laughs> in well, a very but the, the thing is, like way. Even if there were witnesses uh, and it, it went on – I mean, the law is very specific and it mm-hmm. protects um, it protects the people one guy with the gun. People. Yeah. yeah. It, it, yeah. it promotes violence. Yeah. It promotes pe- people to carry a gun and to be confrontational. Like it basically, you know, it, it's asking people to, to, uh, just, uh, to kill each other. I think yeah, that's exactly. a bit extreme, though. Exactly. To be fair, to just be the devil's advocate, like even if even if it was legal to just kill somebody because you felt like it, I think a lot of people still wouldn't do it because a lot of people don't want to kill people. Kill people, yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't want to kill people. Right. I like to feel like my friends don't want to kill people. <laughs> but people in Florida, they people in Florida k- yeah. apparently want to kill people. Yeah. And, I mean, it's just it, it's insane how 
how little justice. But so it wasn't a surprise when he got off scot free. He had no responsibility in this action at all. Like, I mean, no consequences at all. So, Do you think it's a gun issue or a race issue? Is it people I, with guns versus people who don't have guns? Or I think it's a combination race? of both. I think it's a combination, but I, I don't want to lean so much on the uh, race mm-hmm. side of it. Right. Because, I mean, he approached him because he was black. Yeah. But he didn't go free because he was black. Yeah. He, because because he, killed, he, he killed the black guy. He right. went free because it's a shitty, shitty law. I think, it's, I think we're one for one. I think uh, yeah. OJ got away with it. Fucking this guy's going to get away with it, obviously. Yeah. I don't know. They, I, I watched some analysts talk about uh, – he was a lawyer – talking about the uh, the possibility of a federal case, which they are looking into. But right. um, he, his – this guy's take on it was, you know, probably not going to see anything happen there. Right. I mean, even the Goldmans um, – they got their civil. They got their civil suit, and yeah, they won. Money from they it. haven't uh, gotten a dime no. from the fucking guy. You know no. what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I, I think the the issue here. I, I know that you know for the, the the Martin family, it's incredibly painful, and they they did not get the justice they want. But this is casting a light on these laws and whether they're mm-hmm. just or not, whether they're um, good for society. And I, mm-hmm. I, you know, you could argue. Uh, that they that they help bring peace, but I don't think that's true. Um, also in Florida, this has happened in the spring. There was a woman named oh, Marissa Alexander, and she was n- never been arrested before, uh, and she was threatened by her husband, um, who I guess had uh, uh, you know, was threatening her with violence. So she fired a warning shot into the wall. Forty-six times into his chest? Nope, nope. Just, <laughs> okay. just one, Once one shot into the wall. I'm Once warning into the wall. you into the drywall. <laughs> yeah, and say. she claimed uh, that, and she was arrested. Um, and oh. but she claimed that the stand your ground law uh, was the reason, you know, why she was justified in doing it. Uh, Twelve minutes later, the jur- jury found her guilty. Or after 20, 12 minutes of deliberation, they found her guilty and sentenced uh, for aggra- aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Um, and it's a felony, and the mandatory minimum gun law dictates that she must serve a twenty-year sentence. That's abs- that makes what? me so mad. I lose my oh, capacity. Guess what for race language. she is? Yeah. She is black. She's quite black. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Right. So here, okay, here maybe race is uh, very yeah. much involved, but uh, it's just uh, so the, the judge would not allow her to invoke the stand your ground law. Um, so, and the judge was. Uh, pr- probably white. Probably, probably white. white. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's it. And probably a dude. Oh yeah. Probably yeah, a yeah. white dude. dude. So that, that's the sort of uh, world we're living in right now. Uh, there's no justice. The protests going around on around the country right now. Uh, hopefully, not, they don't escalate more. You know, into violence. More violence. Yeah. More violence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess a couple of people have been arrested in Oakland and LA. Yeah. But um, well, Oakland, you know, Oakland's had uh, quite a bit. That movie's coming out. Uh, Fruitvale, uh, actually, yeah, Fruit, Fruitdale Station, Fruitvale Station. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's about the the shooting of a teenager at the Bart, an unarmed teenager. Yeah. was shot um, by uh, police in a Bart station after a, yeah. a, a brief fight. So there, there's some exposed nerves. I mean, Oakland has historically has been. Uh, where nerves, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's it's where the nerves are exposed and 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 uh, emotions are raw. There, I mean, it, it th- throughout the years. I mean, you had the Black Panthers uh, in the sixties. Yeah, 
And and now this, but the Supreme Court says that we don't have a race problem. You know, they they no, have, not at all. the Voting Rights Act got you know dismantled because of because of people like Clarence Thomas who don't think that black people are uh, are a, a repressed minority here. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that's something that got me angry this week. Yeah. But then, uh, and then there was that plane crash. Um, uh, Asiana, yeah, right. the Asiana. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I have a little um, audio from the news for okay. that one. Gotcha. Um, here we go. Coroner is still trying to determine the cause of death and whether she was already dead when the truck hit her. We have new information now also on the plane crash. KTVU has just learned the names of the four pilots who were on board the flight. They are Captain Sum Ting Wong, Wee Tu Lo, Ho Li Fook, and Bang Ding Ao. The NTSB has confirmed these. (laughs) They got... They what fell is? for it? They, got they fucking honked. fell for it? This is KTVU in San Francisco. Yeah. Oh my god. Something uh, Wong. Something Wong. We too low. Oh holy fuck. And bang ding ow. Oh that was the flight I, I don't crew. mean to laugh. No, Jesus of course. Christ. I had to do that. I wish I wish Kruger were here for this. Uh, Kruger had a, 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 a dentist appointment or medical yeah. appointment, something like that. But, oh, he uh, would have had fun with this Of one. course. I'm sure he was just, as soon as he heard oh. it, he was like, podcast. So uh, sure enough, there was an intern, a summer intern at the NTSB who released those names to the press. Oh, Jesus. He no longer Talk had about that fired. Job. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, It was an unpaid intern, so you get what you pay for, I guess. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. But that, I mean, I have to, if you can get that on the news, that's worth getting fired can from you your not, stupid okay. government internship, yeah. you know? but I'd be like, yay! Hello, reporter. Does it, does no do they really just fucking uh, Ron something Burgundy? Yeah, they were totally uh, just San reading Diego. Just Go fuck yourself, San Diego. I mean, was, <laughs> how did he, they, she read through that? I know how she must have been on autopilot. Oh, jeez, yeah. comedy jail. Um, <laughs> you haven't been in comedy hey, jail now. yet. Yeah. Yes. Um, uh, by the way, I forgot to mention. Uh, good morning, everybody. Uh, hello. Darren and Olivia, uh, Chris Brown, who couldn't listen to us, uh, Jenny Murray, Jeff, uh, and Allison, and everybody else. If you want to join the conversation, get us at Nooner Dan Marty on the Twitter or Nooner Podcast at gmail.com if you want to be uh, hear your letter read in the mail sack. I think we've read every single one. I'm pretty sure we have. Um, and just so you know, I don't know if it's back up uh, on Smodcast or not, but uh, Will is working diligently on that so oh uh, good okay so we should uh we should be up we'll there we just so. jump in there yeah this All is right. gold you don't want to miss yeah, yeah, yeah this, this is this. comedy go- <laughs> holy fuck this is comedy gold uh yeah and we got also a fun tweet uh from oh shoot from uh nelson brown who said today i, I watched the craft uh, i had my reasons starring the inimitable tob and runny so i thought runny. i'd share um <laughs> i love that anything tob and runny is <laughs> Uh, That's where I fell in love with Feruza Balk. Oh, really? And then, oh, and then you fell so out of hot. love with her. Where? I don't. She's 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 showing a few miles these days. I think, <laughs> as we all do. As you we know, all I, are. Yeah. Not like I'm <laughs> the actual James Franco. So <laughs> I'm the older model. Who's also showing some. Miles. Yeah, yeah just a few uh, signs of wear. Um, so. Tell us about this short film. Anything? Oh, it's not at the point where I really want to talk about okay. it. Okay, all right. Um, Are you having fun? Yeah, oh, I'm always having fun. I'm always having fun, Marty. I'm yeah. Always having fun. Well, what, what, you, you brought some news in. I did bring some news in. And, 
you know, really disheartening was that after I found this article about this amazing information, I realized oh. that it was on a really shitty website with a bunch of other crap articles about like how to paint your nails and stuff like that. <laughs> I hope you learned how to paint your nails. I know. Um, So what I found was uh, last month, NASA, our dear NASA, hired eight new astronauts. And of those eight new astronauts, four of them are women. Uh, Their names are Christina Hammock, Nicole Mann, Anne McLean, and Jessica Meir, M-E-I-R, Meyer. they uh, they had to pass all the same trials that the men did. One of the trials was swimming. Paint your nails. Yeah. Paint your nails. <laughs> uh, it's amazing that four men did so well. Uh, they had to swim three lengths of a 25, uh, I think that's mile. You know, I think. No, no meter. Kind of meters. Meter. 25 meter pool in a flight suit and tennis shoes. And oh, yeah. uh, they had to uh see it doesn't tell me what else they had to do but you know they have to have uh incredible degrees and uh physics degrees and masters in electrical engineering is what some of them have nicole has a mechanical engineering degree is qualified pilot and is a pilot command intelligence officer rugby player ah, hey ah. and scuba diver so they all are really amazing women and this article came out when uh you know a whole lot of well, I mean, I guess for a long time, women have sort of been feeling that there haven't been women in powerful uh, positions. And it was really inspiring to see that these ladies are, you know, excelling and, in science. In and yet, you know what story I saw? Mm. Uh, a blurb on TV was about the uh, this uh, female astronaut or, or uh, scientist, whatnot, that's up, uh, I think, in the space station. Uh-huh. Uh, wash, how she washes her hair was the story. Oh. Oh, nice. <laughs> How she washes her hair on the space station. Well, Not that she's got On a fucking space station. <laughs> she's on a space station. She has these incredible uh, talents and, and, and degrees but, and such. No, how, I mean, how that, do you wash your hair? But that is a, a, an issue. Like, there's the, that Canadian astronaut who just retired, Chris Hadfield. Uh, if you haven't seen his videos, um, you should check them out online. Uh, he was on the space station as well. And he, he recorded that uh, cover of Rocket Man. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's uh, oh no, no, not Rocket Man. Space Oddity. Space Oddity. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, Major Tom. Yeah, and uh, and then he answered people's questions. So like, somebody said, "What happens when you wring a towel in space?" And you see that question. It's like, what a stupid question. And then you see what happens when you do it. And like, and it's amazement. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so cool. Like it. It's just like water. Just sort of sticks and it just looks like a, it looks like a you know something out of terminator 2 you know it's like oh, total 3d yeah. thing or, what was that one uh, the abyss the abyss Remember it that? totally looks like something yeah. out of the abyss and so you know these are questions that people have like you know how, how do you take a dump in outer space and um do ladies have to take a dump in outer space we'll find out when those four <laughs> ladies get to the, <laughs> the, the get up there. yeah but you know what's so sad is that there's not much of a space program left in this country because yeah. we've gutted it because the space uh, program is apparently worth nothing meanwhile that's why we have things like um you know uh tang and velcro and yeah. you know it's, well let, let me let you guys in on a little secret if you're not uh part of the conspiracy theorist uh Folks, usually when the government is not shining a light on something, that's usually when they're doing the most of it. So right now, I'm pretty sure there's a compound on the moon um, (laughs) that – seriously, that is an evacuation point for the hierarchy, as it were, 
mm-hmm. uh, to escape to should something uh, catastrophic happen here. I'm, I'm almost The hierarchy positive. is not who I would save if the world was going to die. I would probably get the, the scientists. Yeah. You know, probably JPL would be up there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure they've got them. And, and then hot chicks. You got to, you know, you got to, you got to. Yeah. So basically those four astronauts. That yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so look, NASA in one stroke. <laughs> uh, so Jeff wanted to know if we saw Pacific Rim. Ah, uh, yes. Did you see Pacific Rim? I didn't. Does that stuff okay. interest you at all? I would love to see it. I'd love to go to movies. I just, I'm, I'm, I don't have time. Yeah. Well. I tried. I tried. I fought tooth and nail to get to see Behind the Candelabra this yes. week. Oh, but yeah. my one friend who T-voted on HBO said he wasn't in the mood. Wow. wow. Wasn't in the mood For to watch gay men in a, a tub. No, this is, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Behind the Candelabra. Yeah, well, you know. Well, I have to say, Pacific Rim is awesome. Yeah. It's totally worth seeing. It's, it's just, it's the stupidest story. It's, uh, uh, you know, it's really simple, very straightforward, but it is just visually awesome. I saw it in 3D. The 3D yes. was super cool. Uh, the, the, the fight scenes were just – I was giggling because, like, normally I don't really care about 3D fight scenes. Like, there's mm-hmm. that whole giant scene in, in The Hobbit where the, those mountains oh, come and Who cares? And fight. Who cares Everybody about that? Everybody hated that. Yeah. But for whatever reason, these fights were just super cool. And, yeah. uh, and uh, that, that – Chick was hot in it, and uh, Idris Alba, you know, Alba or whatever his name is, he's yes. a handsome fellow, um, if that's your thing. Uh, but this is, a, for this is a Guillermo del Toro. Del- oh, God damn it. Guillermo del Toro movie, yeah? Yeah, yeah it is. So, I was hoping f- that he might bring a little something extra to the table because of his, he you know. He brought something. Uh, he brought our awesomeness. Did he? But is it a little different? Is it a little bit different than your typical monster what's versus a, robot movie? What's a typical monster <laughs> yeah. versus robot movie? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it's, it's definitely not Big Man Japan. Oh, I yeah, don't know yeah. if I'm interested. Um, but. It is, you know, it was a lot more, um, I noticed they were trying to, to work more of a character angle. So it's not a complete just robot monster versus monster from, from end to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, I, but, the, the uh, Jan de Bont Godzillas. Is that who did it, Jan de Bont? Yeah. Yeah, um, that was a terrible movie. Yeah. And, uh, and this, for whatever reason, it, it appealed to the 10-year-old in me. I think yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. He really thought, like, because he was a big fan of these movies, he thought, what would the 10-year-old in me want to see? Exactly. I, which is different from Godzilla, the, the American one, which is just like, uh, let's market test this and, you know, and uh, get, like, yeah. Matthew Broderick and, you know, and get X number of, of disaster scenes and, and you know, yeah. make a really cool uh, digital Godzilla. Here, it was just like, let's put some kick-ass action and make it look as good as possible. And, fuck, and, and I'm just like looking... You know, the adult in me is... Well, the kid in me is loving it. I, I was loving it, but the adult in me was like, oh my God, how many billions of dollars is that going to cost <laughs> taxpayers to rebuild that I know. city? There's, like, it, it has... <laughs> A major body count in yeah. this movie. Um, there's there's a lot. And Charlie Day is in it. Who's We talked about that economist who watched movies and actually gave the dollar oh, amount that's right. for, oh for, for, for collateral damage in movies. Oh my this God. is so much off fun. the chart. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way. I mean, even the, the Avengers with the swirly fucking worm thing. Yeah. No, nothing compared to a monster's ass, a fist going through a, a building. I mean, there were just... 
Uh, do, do you remember that? I don't want to spot. I'm not going to give too many away, but this one was great. There's this. Do scene they just where, sink Madagascar? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Just basically. knock Florida right off the continent. Well, yeah, exactly. No, no, there you go. It's Pacific Rim. Okay. Oh, I, it's I, in I the forgot name. about that part. Sorry. <laughs> I just but, thought it was. A, I made it global. There's a scene where one of the uh, Jaegers, these robots, huge robots, mechs. I, we called them mechs in the '80s, but where this huge <laughs> fist goes through this building and. Just stops short of someone's desk and think taps, taps it, and then the the, the little metal ball clicker goes click click click. click. <laughs> it's the stupidest joke, stupidest joke, but, but it was great. It was adorable. Yeah. It was great. It was so. Uh, it, it was. Uh, I was excited to to be in a movie theater, and usually, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I go in. I went in with the lowest of expectations mm. because I thought it was. I, I don't like yeah. his action movies that much. I do, I'm not fan, a fan what of other Blade action movie? Oh, that's right. That's and, right. And he did and Hellboys. Hell yeah. 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 I don't. Who, who, by the way, was in this movie? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Ron, Ron Perlman. Perlman? Yeah. Oh, Ron Perlman. he's one of my faves. He's got a cameo in the movie. He is such a ham. Yeah. And yes. uh, it's a ridiculous character, but it was very entertaining. Okay, I'm going to go see it. You guys have sold me. All right. I think yeah. I might have. I might have an hour or two this week. Right? Good, you should. Uh, yeah, Kruger liked it. In fact, he, what am I yeah. doing here? He, right? he and Lance Mountain. Yeah, what are you doing wasting two hours here when you could be in the theater? I could be in the theater. Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, had a, they had an awesome, uh, I, I felt like it was a little bit of a tribute to uh, uh, Rodan or when at one point one of the monsters oh, yeah, does yeah, yeah. Uh, take flight. Yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, it's it's spectacular. Yeah, I'm not going to so, give it away though. But you just did. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. But here's what's so sad. Let's just change it to the spoiler network. That's yeah, what exactly. We are. The spoiler yeah. network. <laughs> here's what's so sad. It's it, it was third. It took third in the weekend behind whatever Despicable Me Too and some other yeah. shitty movie. No. Uh, and it's so sad that so. I don't know if they consider it a flop because it must have cost, you know, uh, well over $150 million. Yeah. Um, And it only made $30 million over the weekend. And it has no stars in it. It's not made from previous intellectual property. Yeah. It's not a a sequel. And so it's, it it was depressing that the theater wasn't packed because everybody in the theater loved it. And um, I, I was just, it was a bummer. And, I mean, because we want new stuff. Yeah. yeah exactly. And we want more new stuff from and Guillermo del Toro. I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> but he, I like his... GDT. That's yeah, what GDT. we GDT. There you go. Yo, yo. Uh, I like his scary stuff. His, oh, his, oh, the Devil's Backbone. Did you guys watch yeah. that? Did no, you? I did not get to see that one oh, yet. I want to oh, see it Oh, you've got to so watch it. All right. Yeah. They don't make movies tighter than that stuff one. stuff is yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. It's a, I mean, and yeah, it's a, it's a classic ghost story. Uh Awesome. Takes place in a oh, Mexican village, uh, orphanage. Orphanage, yeah. Yeah. but it's not the orphanage. Don't get confused, everybody. Okay. Right, which is also a great movie. Also a great movie. God, uh, the performances in that are. Yes. He always gets really great performances out of actors. To yeah, be yeah. Um, and uh, there was also a trailer for the new. Um, what's the the one with George Clooney and Sandra Bullock? Oh, uh, um, damn it! Whatever. That's Those are two people, people I'd love to have at- lunch with, but I don't necessarily want to watch them in movies. <laughs> really? You don't like George Clooney? <laughs> I like him, but he's not like... I, I, I like him. That's the thing. I like him, but I'm not necessarily sure that I'm powerfully moved when I watch him perform. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, what about the the one in Hawaii? The Didn't see it. 
What about Up in the Air? Did you see oh, that? I didn't see it. No, I have. Oh, I God, have, you got to see his movies then. Well, you can't just judge him on his work on The Facts of Life, you know. He was on The Facts of Life? Yeah, he was on That I'd watch. That I'd, that I'd be more inclined right. to watch. You take <laughs> the good, him. you take the bad. Uh, yeah, what's, what's the guy's name who did uh, Children of Men? Um, oh, uh, Jesus Christ. Everybody the, make a grumble I'm noise just, while we look yeah, it up. Yeah, I'm, oh. just, oh. I'm doing such a shitty oh. job today. I'm so sorry. It's because... I know. Darren mm. called us out. Roland Emmerich did... Uh, oh, Roland Godzilla. Emmerich. All right. Sorry. Jan DeBont did Speed 2. Get your shitty movie directors right, he says. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. I mixed those two up. Two foreigners. And I missed the final joke because I went... Now, when I go by myself to a movie, which is very sad and happens way too often, um, I stay to the very end, thanks to Marvel movies right. because right. I want to see the final of course I went with uh, I went last night to see Pacific Rim so uh, it was my birthday yesterday so happy, happy birthday, birthday! Yay. older another year closer to death um, and so uh, they, you know of course they wanted to leave right away right. You know, oh the movie's sense. over and I was like no I want to stay but you know whatever but also we if left. you're in the film industry at all like I've noticed this like since moving out to Hollywood everybody will always sit and watch the credits and I was like that's yeah. respectful yeah uh, well, you know, a lot of the a lot of the people in the theater are like waiting. You know, there's there's a few in there waiting name. to see their friend's name <laughs> or, or their name. Right, right, right. And which is why what pisses me off about when you see them on on like USA and or, it goes it just and it's like, shrinks and it's goes, shrunken and, and it goes, speeds up. It's, it's like, like, like hurry up. I'm right there. <laughs> How do you brag? I think they just—they're just doing it for contractual reasons. But yeah. you know, I, people can look it up on I, IMDb. IMDb yeah. sure. But uh, Alfonso Cuarón—he's the one who directed um, the the new Clooney film. But you should see The Descendants, and you should see Up in the Air, and I think you will change your mind about. It's not these are it's an, these are enjoyable movies. Okay. It's not like a okay. chore. All right. Yeah. All right. I'll get to it. So what was the joke at the end? No, 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 no! Don't, don't tell don't, us. Oh, yeah, don't, don't yeah we know. We can't. Well, just tell spoiler me. Spoiler network. Okay. Just tell so me. Anyhow, so, uh, there's <laughs> whispered in my ear, Darren. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, make sure you do it in a uh, in a lovely accent. Right. Right. Uh, no, I'll tell you afterwards. All right. Uh, but it it is so. Anyhow, the the new Alfonso Cuarón film, uh, which Gravity. I guess that's what it's called. Sure. Because yeah, Darren's about. Five steps ahead of us oh. all day today. He's just ye- yelling. With a fine British accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, with Wolf Amsterdam accent. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and it's about the, these two people stranded in outer space. And uh, oh, I was cool. almost in short about that. Oh, tell us about more things you were almost. <sighs> well, the list begins, Marty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no, that sounds interesting. I'd watch. I'd watch almost anything by him. Yeah, he's. I think he is my favorite director who's currently uh, active. More than Edgar Wright. Yeah, I think I, I, Edgar Wright is very funny and entertaining. Yeah, but um, I probably like him more as a writer. Maybe sure. But uh, like, yeah, Children of Men is just a spectacular movie. I can watch that over and over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, speaking of scary movies, as you were uh-huh. uh, ten minutes ago, um, yes. I was thinking about what, like, I'm very I'm looking forward to the new. Uh, film The Conjuring by James Wan. The, uh, yes, the, uh, as am I. Uh, because I really enjoyed Insidious. Um, did you see Insidious? I did not see Insidious. Yeah. It's, uh, it uh, has, uh, what, what's his name, Patrick? Oh, Jesus. Why am I even bothering with names? My, my brain is just fried <laughs> right now. Uh, but it's just a terrifying, there are a couple terrifying moments in it, just like genuine scares. Yes. Uh, 
and the box. Then it, I'm sorry? The box. The box. About, yeah, Insidious. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the box yeah. freaked me out. And it, it's terrifying, but then the end is so stupid. Dumb. Yeah. The ending Aww. is awful. But it it's worth seeing just for those scary moments. So yeah. I was, and that, that's the problem with a lot of scary movies is that they they get so bogged down in story that they end up being really stupid. So in this yeah. one, you, uh, there's somebody, somebody's kid is kidnapped into the spirit world, not unlike Poltergeist. Yeah, and you have you watch this guy go into the spirit world, and it's just it looks like a bad Prince video or something like that. You know? <laughs> um, uh, with a big red filter. And uh, in Poltergeist, you don't see what's on the other side. No. And that's what's scary. scary. Or, 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 yeah, because once you do see over the... Like, you do see some of the ghosts, I think, in Poltergeist 2, and it's just stupid. But when you don't yeah. see it, it's really scary. Yeah, that, it lends... It, that gives your mind the the ability to create... That it's like the unknown, it's, like the unknown, unknown yeah. alone is scary. The fact yeah. that right. you don't know, is which was scary. why Lovecraft is is very effective because yeah. he, and very ineffective in film. Right, right, because he's talking about things that you can't actually visualize. You know, sort right. of like trying to describe a fever dream is is impossible because it's not a visual as much as it is a complete experience. Right, a visceral yeah. feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, c- can you think of scary moments in uh, movies? Like the scariest moment in a movie. Uh, tweet in your thoughts. Are we in the stream yet? Well, I believe we are. Yeah, yeah. with the way everyone's correcting us. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. All right, so we're back online. Sorry for our technical difficulties. You didn't miss much. Um, no. <laughs> you missed me trying to think of Alfonso Cuaron's name. Um, right. Yes. Uh, I'll tell you, well, for one thing, I, before I get to the scariest moment, I just want to say the reason I am into uh, and really want to see this um, conjuring is that it's actually oh, based – on uh, the case files of the Warrens, who I have been a fan of and followed for years and years. The first, like, true uh, ghost story book, which was, uh, I forget what it was called, but um, it was a collection of accounts. It wasn't just ghost stories like Goosebumps. It was actual accounts of, of case files right. from the Warrens, Lorraine, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were... Uh, well, Ed has passed away now, but uh, Lorraine is still alive. In fact, if you watch like Ghost Adventures and some of those shows, she's been on some of those shows uh, oh, cool. as as uh, the demonologist on the. On Thank God Kruger's not here; he'd be shutting us down. Oh, of course. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. how many? Do they, what sort of proof did they ever come up with? Uh, quite a bit, really? and apparently, this movie is based on one of their more uh, activity. Uh, you know, more active uh, cases, and and they've they've done quite a few. They were they they investigated the Amityville uh, supposed Amityville thing, which I'm still kind of on the fence about that one. I think they won't. Just, I'm going to believe was, just because it's more fun. It's it is more fun yeah. to believe, <laughs> but uh, what sucks is people are you know people want money, and and that could have been a lot of well, money motivation. But anyway, uh, yeah, that that's why because the Warrens were involved in this one, and this is based on. Their actual, you know, one of their actual case files where shit went down and they were there. They're they're like fucking 
badasses. They were. She bad, sounds badasses. really funny. Yeah. Let's get her she's, on the she's show. She's eighty six now. Yeah. Oh, she uh, doesn't care. She she doesn't hold her tongue. She's not a vulgar person. But no, no, no. Here, here's what she said. Yeah. She said Amityville was horrible, honey. It was absolutely horrible. It followed us straight across the country. I don't even like to talk about it. I will never go in the Amityville house ever yeah, again. That's right. Anyone uh, who says honey it, is in with I me. I know. Yeah. She goes. You don't know how long my career is. That's the only one. That's the that's the only one that she won't go back into. Yeah, I read that story. Uh, too. So, Let's go road trip. Right. Uh, so, but the reviews so far have been really good for The Conjuring. Um, they all look the same. I hate to say it, but like I see movies for horror. I see posters for horror movies, and every time I just go, "Is that the same one that was up they're six all, months well, ago?" They're, they're marketing. Stylized. They're trying to market Tell. them after the ones that were previously successful. Yeah, yeah. everything's in sepia now on the po- yeah. fucking poster. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone's bent over backwards. Like, okay, we yeah, get it. It's right, right. evil. It's, Ooh, it's evil. Or it's a suggestion. Like, it's not. It's not a big scary monster. It's like a suggestion of something. Yeah. Like the there's noose. A noose. Yeah, yeah, and, there, yeah. and then if you look, well, there's on a the girl ground, holding her mom's hand. Yeah. And oh, I, yeah. I cannot tell the difference. But that's why you have to see them. Yes, I better, I better just Do you like scary films at all? Scary films? No, because I get legitimately scared. Like, I don't get fun scared. I get sort of like par- paralysis shaking scared. That's oh, not fun that's for not me. That's not fun. So what, can you think of a time that it was really bad for you? Um... You want to know the movie that fucked me up the most ever, ever, ever? This is not this is not a good punchline. But uh, do you guys see Dancer in the Dark? It's I, the yeah, Lars von Trier. That. Right. That movie fucked me up for a good three days after I watched it, and it's not a horror movie. It's like well, just, it's just depressing and sad. And, yeah. But it's also there's something about it that's like uber creepy. It's got an over. Now, was there a scary over. moment in it, or no? Th- it was okay. the whole thing. Okay, but, but what about a scary scene that has has? For me, it's like never like the things that jump out. It's like the right. sort of slow burn, like okay. the thing yeah. you didn't expect, but it's not a jump. It's like a there it is, and you just feel your whole body like from your sphincter just start to clench. Well, <laughs> o- Olivia, you know, she mentioned on the Twitter mm-hmm. um, the last act of Don't Look Now, the Nicholas Rogue film, and takes place in Venice that has both uh, the jump out part mm-hmm. and the. Sphincter clenching. Yes. Yeah. Sphincter clenching, slow build. <laughs> yeah. uh, with Donald Sutherland. It, it's, it, that is one of the, the best horror films. It, it's, it's very mm. much of, of it, the era. It's, it, it's in the 70s, um, but it's got like a great psychic freak out in there. It's got some uh, old-fashioned 70s like ugly sex scene with uh, Donald Sutherland and Julie Christie and it's just a creepy creepy setting it makes you never want to go to Venice even did you though- guys oh, yeah. ever see um, uh, Dog Soldiers with yes. Rutger Hauer is that no he was no in it had um, uh, oh it, yeah 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 yeah. English. It was, yeah it was Neil uh-huh. Neil werewolves uh, yeah yeah, I did see that yeah. one. There was just one shot in there that just scared the crap. It's not a scary movie. It's kind of like a laugh, kind of a, a cheesy romp. Yeah. But there was the one scene in there when he gets in the car after he's been fighting all the all the um, all the werewolves, and he gets in the car and he just starts to hear breathing in the back seat. Oh, fucking kill I me! I love that. But that, <laughs> see, that, it, it's such a small thing, right? You don't need a you a, don't need a startle, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Neil uh, Marshall is the guy who directed that. He also did uh, the Descent. Which you should see. Oh, which was oh. very good. Yeah, that okay, so you saw that. Yeah, good. that's an awesome, awesome action. Yeah. Film. That entire that entire film is a sphincter clench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and even the sequel, which he didn't do, is is pretty entertaining. Um, oh, okay. My my uh, scary scene. I wish Dan was here for this uh, because my all time scariest scene for me 
that left an impact. I'm going by something that left an impact even to this day. Right. Wasn't a monster. It wasn't, well, I guess that could be argued. But Jaws, when the diver with the eyeball. Oh. That scene has uh, forever fucked me up. I was, what, seven, six years old when I saw it. So that has burned into my brain all these years. I still, I, I don't like going underwater and and. I'm just very yeah. fearful of that. It's so funny. What what kind of parents did we have that took us to see Jaws <laughs> when we were six? Right? Like, it's crazy. I uh, remember just like standing the whole time, holding onto the seat in front of me, just watching it and yes. being scared, scared shitless. shitless. Uh, so Jenny Marie mentioned fire in the sky. Uh, that, that's actually very uh, scary as well. Yeah. And um, I would say for me recently – I, I rewatched 1408 that the John Cusack mm. movie. Oh yeah, that. Oh, and yeah. it's it's a you know it's a, not a perfect movie. Did you see it? I have not. But there's like he's tr- he's a ghost hunter, yeah. and he's in this hotel room, and he's trapped in it. Like he can't get out, and so he's trying to wave. Do you remember this? Yes. And so he's waving to a, a guy across the on the building opposite him, and then the guy kind of it's like a silhouette, kind of waves back. And then it starts matching his movements perfectly. Ooh. And yes. then he looks, and then the guy, he leans forward, and the, the other figure leans forward, and it's him dressed differently. Yeah. And then there's this, so he's just like confused. Like, he's like, why am I, you know, why is that me there? And then right then, someone comes up behind the, the person. Or, oh, the oh. reflection, yes. Oh. And, then, and then comes after him. And then he turns around, and then there's somebody coming after him. Yeah. It's, it, it Literally, like just talking about it is giving yeah. me goosebumps. I it's- don't like windows at night. Looking out of windows at night when there's a clearly a reflection, like inside, mm-hmm. so you have to get up yeah. on it. I don't do that. Fuck that. Yeah. At night, yeah. fuck the windows. They're, they're covered. The blinds are closed. I don't need to see outside. Oh, did you guys? I got another one. I got another one. Did you guys oh, ever did. see um, uh, City of Lost Children? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I saw. I. Uh, I love Ron Perlman. Yeah. Yes. Magnificent film. There are these characters in it who can only see because their brain is hooked up through an external cable to these things, these glasses on top of their eyes. They can't see if you unplug it. So in one situation, this murderer has two of them and he unplugs one guy's glasses and plugs it into the other guy's. So he can't shut his eyes. He has to see what the other guy is seeing and then he kills him. So he makes him watch him kill himself. Oh, that is pretty grisly. All right. That that counts. I I like that. Yeah. That was one that stuck with me. That that one had me shaking. I couldn't. (laughs) (laughs) That's a quote. Yeah, you can quote me on that. How do you spell that? <laughs> um, by the way, it is the top of the hour, even ah, though we did get started late. Yes. Uh, you're listening to the Smodcast Internet Radio Network, this morning show, Tuesday edition. Tweet in your questions at Nooner Dan Marty or NoonerPodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Come. Uh, so there's this <laughs> book called The Cuckoo's Calling, and it's got received a lot of great reviews, uh, but it only sold like 1,500 copies. written by Robert Galbraith. But now it is a quickly, you know, it's flying off the shelves. Um, so anyhow, it got a lot of uh, reviews saying that, you know, uh, this is an uh, excellent uh, first-time novel. It's a crime novel. 
Turns out that it's uh, written by J.K. Rowling. Oh, that's right. It was that's her right. um, attempt to see if she could sell anything when people didn't know her name. Yeah, uh, and, under a nom de plume. Uh, yes. So uh, she's been criticized by some who say that this is just a, a desperate plea to to sell books when she couldn't do hack it just without using her name to sell a book mm. because her previous uh, book was uh, d- the casual vacancy. Got mediocre reviews, and uh, I don't think it. I, I think it was a bestseller, but I don't think it, you know, yeah. came close to selling what the Harry Potter books did. Mm-hmm. Did you read the Harry Potter, Harry Potter books? I did. I did not. I was a little. It's for kids, yeah. you know. Uh, did you like them? Um, I enjoyed them. Yeah, you don't read them for great literature. You don't read them because you want to learn her writing style and emulate her. You read them because it's it's. I enjoy. I like fantasy, so it was a fun story, yeah. and it was. I like reading things where you can tell that they plotted it out from page one. That is always yeah. very fulfilling to me. Right. Well, so she's a yeah. storyteller more than she is a writer. A, a, yes. Yeah. Um, but she's, you know, uh, to her credit, she she is very prolific. She writes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she writes something that's very readable. Yeah. Uh, which you know, I and think- I think she really like her timing was impeccable because, like, I think society is was kind of turning to a little bit more of the mystical and magical and then she hit right when people were starting to get sort of more curious about fantasy again and, right. and exciting you know wondrous worlds and she did create an and incredibly vivid world like, yeah she thought it well from made soup worlds. to nuts and mm-hmm. so soup to nuts soup to nuts <laughs> soup to nuts you've never heard that before <laughs> no, yeah you've heard soup that to nuts. yeah soup to nuts soup to, does that just mean the whole kit and caboodle yeah yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, top to bottom. Soup to nuts. It means a totally different thing in jail, but... <laughs> yeah. uh, Just, uh, time for soup to nuts. Uh, Aww. Biff. Uh, I, come on, Biff. That's a, that's a prison name. Yeah, you know, it, Biff. Biff. <laughs> Uh, no, it's a description of a full course meal, which means you know, starting from the beginning oh, to before before yes. dinner soup, after dinner nuts. Gotcha. Right. Uh, now that I've killed that topic of conversation, what were we talking about? J.K. Rowling. <laughs> oh, so, right. do you think that she should have uh, kept her mouth? So, she came basically in the Sunday Times. She gave an interview saying, uh, "You know, this was a liberating experience. It's been wonderful to uh, publish without hyper expectation and pure pleasure to get feedback under a different yeah. name." So, is she wrong to come out? Uh, uh, I mean, personally, I think it's great. I think, I think if I mean, first of all, if P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, fucking Poopy Poppy. <laughs> if he can change his name every five minutes and put out a new album, then why can't she? Why can't a, a, an author do that? That's why there's the term nom de plume. I think Pity Poo, however, wants you to know every single time he puts out an album yeah, exactly. that it's him. Yeah, exactly. And like it, it does, it, ha- it does sort of, it does sort of. I'm, I made a Pity Poo this morning. <laughs> it does sort of smack of, of, uh, of regret that you know, you know that. I want people to notice me and I want to sell books and I, I, you know what? Never mind. I do want the recognition is sort of what it smacks of, but I sort of feel like how cool would it be if there was an author who like released every two or three years, who released a book under a name that you didn't know what it was. And then like several years later goes, that was me. Yeah. In in this case, it was just a few months. Okay. Um, But, uh, but what's, what's wrong with that? That, Yeah. Well, here's the thing is like, I think she wanted to see what 
you know, get a just a pure evaluation of her writing, you know, mm. and yeah. to see what it's like. And of course, if she writes just a crime novel, it doesn't have the same appeal as a children's book of mystical wonder. You know, right. that's a, yeah. a huge epic. Not as lightning in a bottle either. Right, right. So I think – so she got that validation. And then at the other side of things – Or not validation. Didn't you say that it got mediocre reviews? No, no. It got very good reviews. Oh, very good reviews. It got oh, excellent. Okay. You know, good. Excellent. Her casual, last book. Yeah, uh, Casual Vacancy got mediocre yeah. reviews. But this one got really, But she really, came really out about reviews. Casual Vacancy too? Oh, no, no. That, she wrote that, that under, under her name. Under her name? name? Okay. But that, so that was a bestseller. This one not. Only you know uh, sold 1,500 copies but got great reviews. So – I think that obviously she doesn't need any money. She's worth a billion dollars, but she wants her stuff to be read. And like, wants yeah. it to be good. Yeah, is well, that right. so wrong? Is that so wrong? I just want people to like me. <laughs> That's J.K. Rowling. That's exactly <laughs> what she sounds like. But there's also a little bit of like tricking the, the journalists, too, because I could imagine journalists being like, oh, this bitch is worth a billion dollars. Let's take her down a few pegs. Yeah. Well, like, Darren mm-hmm. said that she was outed by a number of literary journalists, um, and they people saw that it was a fake. Um, and actually, what happened is they did run it through a... a uh, a literary analyzer, and so they there are these books that that are these programs that can analyze writing style. So oh they put God. that book in with uh, one of the Harry Potter books and the Casual Vacancy, and they they found it that was a match. It, there was a match. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, that's a magical machine. Yeah, wow, that's a magical machine. Do, you, do they use that in crime? Is that uh, why they, they use that to find plagiarists? And that's how I think they the. Um, what was that John Travolta movie, uh, Primary Colors? Yes. It was written un- under a pseudonym, but they... Want they, to find out who did it. They analyzed it, and they found the journalist who did it. Wow. Oh, wow. That is magic. Isn't that, that cool? That is magic. Wow. The world is a wondrous place, boys. <laughs> Yako writes, a customer, a, com- a customer of his has a live strong tattoo on his arm. Poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> that is very funny. You should just add get high right behind that. Live strong, get high. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, then it works. Yeah. Maybe he's a cancer survivor and he is living strong. Yeah. Or live strong, one ball. (laughs) No, this is live strong. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. It's a band, man. It's the band. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, the cat or reading the cat, whatever. The one that we were looking at. Something about cuckoos. Cuckoos calling. Um, Do you guys listen to podcasts at all? I do. Some of them, yeah. <laughs> no, nope. here and there, get out. <laughs> no, I listened to the I listened to the Ricky Gervais show. Well, that I, was like from ten like years 10, ago, yeah. 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. yeah, but recently I listened to it. Uh huh. And what do you think? Love it, love yeah. it, love it. Uh, there is a great Jay Moore used to be on the Smodcast uh, in a yes. radio network. Um, I recorded a few of his shows. Yeah, good. He's uh, <laughs> you had that funny story. Yes, his uh, wife. His wife thought. She had met you before. Yeah. You know, I'm sure she meets lots of people. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so he recently interviewed – like my thing is like if he interviews or or Mark Man interviews a, a musician, I usually don't listen because yeah. I don't think that musicians – musicians make music. Comedians make comedy. I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather hear them play <laughs> than hear their stories. But he had uh, Steve Lillywhite on mm. and uh, – you want to, you know who he is, right? Yes. Yeah. So he's like, you know, probably the biggest producer to come out of the 1980s. He produced yeah. uh, U2, The Police, yes. um, The Smiths, uh, oh. on down the line. Um, uh, and, you know, also did does stuff today. Um, uh, look him up on 
but so I listened to it. It is a great, great um, listen. Like he has the best stories. I guess he's been on K Rock a bunch, yeah. And that's where they got the idea to have him on on um, Jay Moore's podcast. But I encourage everybody to listen to it. He's got great stories about how. Much he loves the police, but hates, <laughs> thinks that Sting is a total tool. Did we didn't tool, talk about yeah. this? Did we talk about this? I don't think we did. And he talked about recording Red Rocks, you uh, two at Red Rocks, you know, yeah. and just how that was like the most amazing experience. Because it was right as, right before you two really exploded, yeah. and they weren't, almost weren't going to record, um, play there. And then at the last second, everything came through, and, you know, it was just lightning in a bottle yeah, sort of thing. Yeah, it been epic. Yeah, so they were talking about their uh, favorite bands, and he he said that Beatles, Queens, Smith, Pink Floyd, and The Who were his top five. But they're also talking about best trios. So because The Police is an amazing trio, you know, Sting for whatever you think of him is a great bass player and a great front man, and the rhythm section is amazing in that band. Yeah, um, were you a Police fan at all? I was. Yeah, I was. Still am. Yeah. Um, and so we were thinking, they're, you know, trying to come up with best trios. Primus is a trio, yeah? I believe yep. Primus. Oh, yes. Really? I, nice. Uh, I like I liked, uh, ZZ Top. Although I know there had to be more. They got, I never saw them playing drums, but there was always a beat in their song. So <laughs> session players, you got to give it up for the session players. Yeah, no, but it's got to be three on stage, I yeah, think. Yeah, but I think that... And Primus, you know, what's what's the bass player's name? Les, Les Claypool. Claypool. Les Claypool, yeah. Amazing, amazing bass player. Mm-hmm. But um, the the vocals are just so weird. Yeah. They're yeah. so dorky. It's yeah. like dork music. <laughs> Rush is dork music. See, I can bring this up now because we, I won't get shit on by Bill <laughs> by bringing yeah. up Rush. Rush, you know, they're... A nerd band, and they take pride in creating a huge sound, playing keyboards with their feet, like only three people on stage creating, trying to replicate their their album sound, which is amazing. You know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. it's to their credit. Still, and, and Neil Peart has this crazy drum setup, um, and but you know, I can take them or leave them as a band, but uh, I like that. Um, the Jimi Hendrix experience, experience, yep, that was mm-hmm. a trio. Mm-hmm. Which is true, but then of course there's Nirvana. I think that would be the oh, ultimate. Strong. Oh, yeah. strong! I think that that I think wins. Yeah, that yeah. wins. Yeah, that wins. It's, and it's, the conversation is it's over. over. And so <laughs> shut up! Don't say anything. No, no, no more trios. <laughs> That's we, it. we solved this. It's mathematically <laughs> proven. Oh man. Uh, yeah, so I want that website, Olivia. You should you should tweet me that website, and I'll learn how to use Twitter just so I can. Well, you have get to it. read the tweet. Okay, the tweet. She says that there are sites where you input your writing sample, and it'll tell you what author style you resemble. Oh, she laments the interwebs. Probably not a lament. It's more just like an <laughs> expression. By the way, Olivia is available. Uh, check her out uh, at Olivia Marion M A R I O N. Um, on Twitter, check her out. She is recently graduated. <laughs> when you say available, all the guys are like, "Hello." Yeah. <laughs> you say you don't say. <laughs> uh, no, she uh, she just uh, finished graphic design school. That's right. And she's an amazing graphic artist. Uh, she has uh, she's been hard at work redesigning some of the graphics for the breaks. Um, she's awesome. So nice. All right, yes. Olivia. Uh, which brings me to another thought. She made a, a great design for us uh, uh, around a year ago, and we uh. we did not capitalize on it. Um, 
And I think we really need to generate some merch. Would you guys buy a t-shirt if we made a t-shirt? Let us know. Tweet in uh, your, your thoughts. Oh, yeah. If you look on the camera right now. Yeah, I'm going to spin it around for you. Yeah, uh, you uh, can see the, the, what you did We need to update us. it, though. I, I know. we got to change. Uh... So, by the way, for those of you who don't know, uh, you are listening to Merps. Yes. Are you, Merps? Are you familiar yeah. with that? Minor yeah. internet radio personalities. That's who we yes. are. That's probably what the t-shirt would, would have on it. Um, and, uh, you know, if you have a podcast, you, chances are you're a Merp as well. Yes. Uh, and, and you're listening to us. Uh, <laughs> right. So, yeah. So we'll, we'll try to come up with something. Uh, originally, I was like, okay, well, I'll just break out my silk screener and, like, you know, make the things. It's a That's huge right, pain in the ass. A silk screener. And, it's, I'm, and I'm not very good at it. <laughs> so now I'm just, fuck it. We'll just cafe press it and we'll, yeah. you know, we'll put it up for as cheap as possible. And, uh, and you guys can um, wear your Merp. Pride proudly. Merp merch. Merp merch. Oh yeah. Merp merch. That's what it'll call. That's what we'll call it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Would you have a coffee mug? Um, Well, we'll, we'll. (laughs) perhaps you'd like a coffee mug. (laughs) Uh, So Darren mentioned also cream, and Chris Brown mentioned Muse. Um, Yeah. I like Muse. Muse is one of those bands that I'm a little bit embarrassed to have everyone know that I like. No, they're fine. My (laughs) so much. My niece is 12, and she's obsessed with with. Muse, and so she finally um, got on Twitter, and my sister said, "You shouldn't have put her on Twitter." I'm like, "I didn't put her on Twitter. She had signed up herself because uh, apparently, like, she's just tweeting um, Matthew Bellamy." And she's like, "Do you think Matthew? What do you think Matthew's doing right now?" My, my sister's like, "Who's Matthew? Matthew Bellamy, <laughs> the front man for Muse." So she, she's in pure fan mode right now. That's adorable. Yeah. Can you? What would, do, were you like that when you were 12? Did you have? Of no, course you were. No, I didn't have a lot of. I wasn't. I never liked. Uh, I was. Well, I never got into a lot of pop culture. I loved the Beatles. I was insanely in love with the Beatles yeah. for a very long time, and that was all I cared about. And I had a huge crush on George Harrison. Um, right. Hey, John. <laughs> hey, Paul. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spiderman. <laughs> Sorry, that's a callback to. That's a callback to about a year ago. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man The amazing Spider-Man uh, But so you didn't have any sort of like crazy fan things Because I was thinking of like what, it, when I was that age If I had any weird followings like that you know? I love the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as well Dork. I was really I thought they were just the dreamiest I don't know <laughs> right. oh, oh my god We are learning Yeah So uh, who was your favorite? Uh, Donatello Why? I thought he was funny. I thought he was like the subtle funny. He wasn't like the Ra- or the Michelangelo over the top funny or the Raphael moody funny. And of course, the the leader Leonardo is always too boring. The leader's always boring. I hate to say it. Uh, he he was the you know the the clever, smart, studious, but also you know, yeah, cheeky one. Yes. <laughs> cheeky. Kind of cheeky. Yeah, I have. I, 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 did I tell you I have number one somewhere? I'm the Ooh, first well, aren't you cool? Yeah. Aren't you the coolest Teenage Mutant Ninja in the Turtles room? number one? TMT number one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's in shitty condition, but I own it. Um, so, have you? You? Ha- what was the last movie you saw in the theater? Uh, Much Ado About Nothing. Oh, how'd you like it? Oh, we. Uh, Did you talk about it here? We talked about it a little bit. Yeah, I liked it, but I couldn't say it was terribly strong. Mm. Yeah. Well, you get what you pay for. You know. 
Right. Except, what he shot it in what, like two weeks? Yeah, at two his house. Weeks. So. Yeah. So it definitely smacked of community theater a little bit. Oh, <laughs> but that uh, you know, good for him for for getting it. Yeah, sure. It looked like fun. Why not make money off of playing around with your friends? Right. And uh, um, oops, sorry. I'm just. I was checking to see if Bill was going to make it today. Oh, I don't, squirrel. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you haven't seen the, the, all the blockbusters? No, no. I was going to. That's what one summer night. is about. I know. Yeah, summer blockbusters. Yeah, I was going to go with Bill one week, but then he was too grumpy to get out of bed or whatever. I don't know. Should too grumpy. <laughs> so he was just Bill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Bill was being himself. Uh, yeah. What do you have any? Are you looking forward to anything the rest of the summer? You guys both. This is um, to to the world. What else is coming? Yeah. What else is uh, for this summer? Because well, the Conjuring comes out. I think the this Conjuring. Week. I, I definitely want to see when that. When does Agents of Shield air? Oh, We're that's talking right. Movies. Oh, but I gotta mention. I gotta mention Bear McCreary, who's one of the best uh, score writing artists out there. It has. What has he done? Battlestar Galactica. Which was uh, some of the best, probably the best television score I've ever heard in my life. Okay, he's doing the Agents of Shield. Oh, which nice. so you're just gonna get just get the soundtrack and never gonna watch the movie? Knowing me, show? probably I'll probably watch it in ten years after it's after it's canceled and off the air and um, talk about it on whatever podcast I'm doing then. And who's <laughs> is that a Joss Whedon show? No, who's doing that? I don't know. I think Joss Whedon is doing that one. Okay, well then I'll see yeah. it. Sure. Um, I wonder. Uh, so you're no one here is going to Comic Con, right? You're, you got no, your show. Bill's going. The oh, he is the bastard. Yeah. yeah. Why? What, is he doing press or? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. Cool. So if anyone's going to Comic Con, check out Bill there and punch him in the nuts for yeah. us. You have you have my permission. <laughs> and you have my permission to tweet to Kevin and Ralph and ask them why the Jam Masters. Yeah. Play. Yeah. Get on it, people. Get it's at uh, the real what at that Kevin Smith. at that Kevin Smith at Ralph. What's up? Where's the where's the Jam Master Love, the DJ yes. Master Love? Because uh, yeah, you should be down there. I you're you're there. part of the empire. Yeah. Um. So tweet tweet those guys and ask them why he's not coming to Hollywood Babylon. Uh, I've never been. I don't like people. I don't like crowds. <laughs> so that's why I won't go. Don't but if me. anyone else is going there, check out the the junket for uh, what do they call them? Panels, uh, the panels, yes. A panel for uh, tomorrow, people. Which friend of the sh- future, friend of the show, future attendee, uh, Phil Clemmer, w- is um, is going to be there with that panel. Um, that's the CW show. Uh, they're shooting. In, sh- they're starting shooting very soon, in the next week or two, I think. Um, also, I think uh, there's Dan is in back in New York, and he sends his, his wish, good wishes and. Love, so he's starting the Carrie Diaries again. Uh, yes. While uh, he had to leave uh, the Veronica Mars movie uh, oh. mid shoot, so that's that's about to to wrap up, I think. Wow. Yeah. So good luck to Dan, um, and good luck to Rob Thomas with the uh, Veronica Mars movie. Yes. Uh, should we get into the sack? Yeah. We- let's. Uh, let's. I'm sorry. Go let's ahead. Let's do that. But I do want to acknowledge. Uh, I know. People are uh, in the chat box on Ustream saying uh, they don't read the chat box here. That's because I have the chat or the the Ustream feed on one side, and I have uh, the Twitter. Oh, so Tyson's Twitter been on there. Yeah, so that's where they, those guys. Have oh, been. yes, so and Patrick Tyson, Wilson, Yako, yeah. Ustreamer nine two four eight two four. I don't uh, even know who that is. Ben Folds Pick five. A name, buddy. Awesome trio. Yeah, you know what? 
don't get don't go on that chat. <laughs> join yeah. us on Twitter. <laughs> join us on Twitter. We're we, watching we, that. Yeah, but, uh, that's what we're watching. All right, so uh, I guess it's time. Oh, wait, wait, wait. quickly. Uh, yes. Movies coming out. Wolverine is coming I out. I am. Okay, now that one I am. That's I, Darren Aronofsky, right? I, I want to see it, but... Is it? It doesn't seem like it's... I don't know. I was a, I always went back and forth between Spider-Man and, and, and uh, Wolverine as my favorite Marvel Marvel characters. boy, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I just remember that Wolverine was a brooding, rather kind of to himself kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Loner. A loner for a reason. And um, and I, I think they're trying to overemphasize that with with these movies. It, it just seems like – and then he's, you know, he's walking around in a fucking wife beat. I just the first like one white trash Wolverine is what it's but it was also just took itself so seriously. He yeah. still had a sense of humor, I think, you know, yeah. in the yeah. in the comics. And like the first Wolverine movie was awful. Yeah. I just Phil Clemmer made me go see it and I was just so mad at him for making yeah. for watching it. Has uh, he, has he even said bub at all? No. Does anyone remember a bub yeah. anywhere in the That's what I mean. If you're gonna you make it, if you're gonna make the fucking movie, stick to what it, what the character was. Yeah. Bub snicked. Come snicked. on, yeah, get that. Mm-hmm. That sound effect's got to be perfect. Yeah. It should just be somebody going snicked, snicked. <laughs> that should, yeah, it should totally be like Google Translate. Yeah. Snicked, <laughs> like, just like that. you know, Nightcrawler should be Bamf. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, James Mangold is directing or directed the Wolverine. Oh, that's right. Darren Aronofsky was early on, and then he dropped out. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that coming out. There's War of the Millers looks kind of funny. That's um, with Ed Helms, where uh, they create a fake family to smuggle pot. Oh, yes, yes. Um, that does look funny, actually. Turbo is coming out. R.I.P.D. That looks amazing, but that looks like... Um, it looks Men, Men in Black Men with Men Black, yeah, yeah. With And I talked... Uh, I know somebody who works at Universal, and he's like, uh, everyone thinks this movie's shitty and we're just stuck with it. Well, I mean, they cast Ryan Reynolds. What do you want? I like Ryan Reynolds, though. Uh, but yeah, I don't like his... I, like Green Lantern was terrible. Oh, my yeah. God. That was unforgivable. Uh, and uh, But, you know... I, I mean, he's, he's, he's a nice You should have to go sit in a corner after making a movie like Green Lantern. I'm just going to say it. Like, you should have to go sit in a corner and think about what you've done. Yeah. Yeah. But And it's directed by the guy who did Red, I think. And I liked Red. Red was good. I, and I Red 2 comes out the same day. Based on yeah. Warren Ellis. Oh, really? Yes. Did you read it? Yeah. Was it good? Red is good. And yeah, Red is a good Did you comic. like the movie? I didn't see it. God, what is wrong with you? <laughs> I don't have time to watch movies. You have time to read comic books. Well, yes, and I have my priorities in order. <laughs> oh, All right, Smurfs 2. That's what I'm looking forward to. July 31st. Um, check it out. Uh, Hank Azaria does reprise his role as uh, Gargamel. Gargamel. Oh, good. Oh, no, of course, the movie that... I think everybody's looking forward to, uh, at least who listens to this show, is Elysium. Uh, uh, yes. Neil Blanc. There you go. I um, am waiting for yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, I saw the trailer for that. It looks mm-hmm. awesome. Everybody, you know, I like Matt Damon. Um, I liked District 9. And it just District looks... District 9 was so good. Uh, yeah, hey, you saw a movie! I did, I did. I Yay! saw that movie. I saw that movie several times. Thank you. It's just, it's an amazingly well thought out movie in Bloody terms brilliant. of creating yeah. a whole world. That movie's great. So I, you know, the, he has such an, a vivid imagination. I, I can't imagine that Elysium is going to be any right. less, uh, you know, in terms of uh, a richly thought out world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So looking forward to that, and I'm, I'm looking forward to The Conjuring. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Let's get to the sack. Let's get to the sack. 
We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Get over the gate of the goose sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Get over the gate of the goose sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Get over the gate of the goose sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands that mail sack. Uh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> Thank you, Tyson. I, I'm just so grateful that you made that. That it, it is a great, it great. Is. That's when awesome. I get my daily dancing in. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. If you saw, the, if you were watching Ustream, you got to see some some incredible dance moves, yeah. like armchair dance moves. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. First one's from Travis Mountain. No relation to Lance. You asked last week uh, which games my role playing group was playing uh, before I left. Because uh, he moved from uh, Pennsylvania to Pennsylvania, um, if you remember from okay. last last week. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the most part, we ran Star Wars or D anD D campaigns, and uh, <laughs> we ran a few sessions of D twenty Modern. What's D twenty Modern? Uh, uh, World of Darkness and Shadowrun. Do you know any of those? Uh, no. No. Mm-mm. All right. Well, something. If it's not from Cthulhu, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just can't be bothered. <laughs> Uh, so then he asks, Bill, are you able to work on any music problems? No! Music problems are shit! Projects are shit! Fuck you for asking such a stupid question! Uh, Sorry. That was a Bill. pretty good Bill? Oh. That was a pretty good Bill. Bill? Oh, it's just Marty. I've been working on that one for weeks. <laughs> uh, so he did say that he moved from Pennsylvania, uh, Pittsburgh area, to Massachusetts. <laughs> this means you've been you've managed to make fun of both regions I've lived in for their accents in a single podcast. Well done. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy the rest of your Tuesday, Travis. Excellent. 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 Nice. Uh, next one is from Marissa. Oh no, not Marissa. Sorry, Maria. Um, hey everyone, it's been a while uh, since is that Maria I, Tortilla. Maria Tortilla won. Ah, uh, and she wished me. By the way, I'm sorry not to interrupt. No, no, please. Thank you to each and every one of you that wished me a happy birthday. I know I didn't respond. I, was, I stayed off the internet yesterday because that was your present wanted, to yourself. That was my present to myself. Is not to you know. You know what I had to do? I like last week. I made the stupid mistake of getting Candy Crush Saga. On my phone. Have you heard of this game? I have heard of it. It's like you know. It's like one of the the new Angry Birds. Yeah, uh, it's like addictive. It's like uh, that gem. You know, it's like yeah, yeah, that Um, gem switching thing. Whatever. Uh, I forget what that was called. I was just playing, uh, and yesterday I I was literally in bed from like you know six in the morning to nine just playing this stupid stupid game, (laughs) and then I couldn't help but I just. It was always on my mind, so I, I just I deleted it from my phone, and it yeah. was, and I was like, it, my my fingers were trembling. Like, do I really want to do this? You yeah. to do it. I, I invested so many hours in it, and I've got perfect on all these levels, and and then I did it, uh, and I just felt liberated, and like, and I would pick up my phone just instinctively, and it, literally, I would been playing it for five days. That, yeah. That's it. It wasn't even that long, but I was just like, where is it? Why isn't it on my phone? And then I realized, oh, I don't need it. And it was a very... And then it was, yeah. It was all was well. The world kept on going, and I actually got some work done. Wow, imagine that. Imagine that. Wow. There was one game that I used to play when I was a technician uh, for the phone company. I I loved this game, and I don't remember the name of the fucking game, but it was you against the computer uh, as spaceships... 
and there were planets between the two of you. Right. And y- you had an arsenal of different type of weapons. You had weapons that would burrow. Don't tell me this because I'm going to want to play. I know. I, I don't know what it's called. If anyone knows the name of this game, please tell me so I can get totally wrapped up okay, in it don't and do tell nothing. Me. Spoiler alert. I don't, if, I, if I know it, I'm going to look it up. And right. gonna, oh, what's the harm? I'll just try it out. And then yeah. I'll just end up in a... A month later, yeah, yeah you're, you're gaunt. Yeah. Playing. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> happy birthday. Thank yeah, you. by the way. Yeah. By the way, happy belated birthday. happy birthday. So Maria writes in, hey, everyone, it's been a while since I've written, but I listen every week. Emily is a great addition to the already awesome dynamic. Yes. I don't think I've ever answered this, but 35 years old in Vegas and listen every Wednesday while getting ready for work. Thank you for listening. So here's a question to uh, for everyone, but curious for Emily's answer, uh, since it's different for men and women. Um, what is your age limit when dating, younger and older? Uh, recently tried dating a younger man, so didn't work out. Uh, so didn't work out. Uh, pop culture references alone made it <laughs> so much work. Anyway, thought you guys uh, would at least have some entertaining responses. Love you guys, and thanks for making me get in car accidents, uh, almost get in car accidents from laughing so hard. Oh, that's so <laughs> nice. That's at Maria Tortilla one. <laughs> Emily, mm. how's your dating life going? Uh, I don't really have one. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to keep yourself open for to watch a movie with someone, and then maybe you'll get... Yeah, maybe if I had a dating life, I'd actually yeah. get some freaking movies watched. Um, right. What, have you had uh, any significant relationships of... of- Recently? No, no, not since moving out to LA. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought it would be the opposite. I thought I'd come out here and, you know, this is where all the beautiful people are. Yeah. And I but just, you're busy. <laughs> it's not like you're you're wasting time, right? Right, yeah, yeah like, but I thought I'd meet some people. You know, yeah. like when you do things, you're more likely to meet people, That's right? Bad. Yeah. Emily O'Hara. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but I don't have an age limit. What, and either well, how, I mean, how old like eighteen obviously is going yeah. to be my yeah. young yeah. age limit. But uh, you know, upwards of eighteen, I don't, I don't. Sometimes you're young. Sometimes right? you get to a point where it just doesn't matter. Uh, uh, age is just a number. What's, and, what's uh, the oldest? The more parameters you can take off, the the, the better. What's the <laughs> oldest guy you've dated? Forty four. Forty four. And how long did you guys date? Uh, not very long, probably a couple months. And then what was it like dating an old fuck? <laughs> I beg your pardon, <laughs> sir. I'm 44. I'm 43. You're yes. not 44. I'm 44. You're not 44. I'm 44. Right? You're not 44. <laughs> wow. Um, Asians. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> black don't crack and yellow stays mellow. Yeah. I swear. Wow. Don't wow. flush me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm really shocked. Radioland. Yes, I'm shocked. Uh, so, what what uh what was it like dating me? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! It was uh, it was uh, good. I can answer that. That's right. Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I went on one date wait, how did with, you a, end with a seventeen-year-old. What? Uh, oh, wait, wait. How, um, it felt like babysitting. Are you older yeah. than thirty? No. Okay. Oh, so you're just a babe. You're just a babe. Just um, a babe. So the rule of thumb is what? Half your age plus seven. Um, is that's the, bullshit? That's you date whoever you want. Everybody but, date whoever you want. Okay, but what was it like dating a forty-four-year-old? Like, wh- where, did you have things in common? Um, yeah, he was really into comic books. Oh. Actually, I've dated a forty-four-year-old and a forty-two-year-old, and they were. We're both nerds. Nerdness is ageless. Like, if you're a nerd, you can get 
along with anybody of any age group. I have a friend who's like in his early 20s. He's really into video games. And we uh, we we get on fine because nerd stuff, no matter what age you are, it's like you always have the same references. Well, I think Maria is right in that like having a... A commonality of pop culture, or, or just culture, yeah. You know, whatever cultures, cultural thing, interests that you have. Yeah. If you share it with the other person, it makes it so much easier because you don't have to. You can convince, relate more easily. Yeah, you don't have to be like, I'm going to do my comic book stuff. I know you don't like it. But, right. Yeah. yeah. Or why won't you read this comic book? It's so good. I would actually love to date someone who's not a nerd. What? I would really, really love to date somebody who's not a nerd. But can because... a nerd read comic books? Uh, can you be a, a comic book reader and not a nerd? Uh, yeah. yeah oh, and what's the problem with nerds? I find myself having the same conversation over and over and over again, and oh, I get yeah. really, really, I'm really bored of the conversation of who's your favorite Doctor Who. You know, right. I, I hate to say it because it's stuff that I love, but it's like Saber Tooth doesn't have adamantium claws. Yeah, so, yeah. There's no reason he <laughs> yeah. should win in a fight with Wolverine. Yeah, like I've had those conversations so frequently. I would love to to talk to somebody who, when I say, "Oh, the the most recent Stormwatch came out," they'd say, "What?" Like, that would be really yeah. attractive to me right now. Yeah, let's just go see a movie, okay? Yeah, let's just, can we just yeah. watch a mainstream movie? Yeah. And you'd be like, I don't like George Clooney. And I'd be like, I'd be like, what is this new and fascinating world of pop culture you're introducing me to? You should see these George Clooney movies that I mentioned. Yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Maybe I'll meet that man that inspires me to watch George Clooney movies. So there you have it. Yeah. Age, age means nothing. I, I have not, I dated probably somebody. Maybe ten years? No, eight years younger than me. Mm-hmm. And I've uh, done that. Yeah, that was alright. How about older? Would men ever date an older woman? Yeah, I dated yeah. older women. Mm-hmm. I like the sound of that. I was uh, uh, in- introduced to a whole new world, as it were. I'll, I'll be very respectful. Uh, when I was eighteen, mm-hmm. by uh, a woman who was twice my age, thirty-six. Wow, summer she, of forty-four. She, oh yeah, Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, Here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Wow. Um, nice. Yeah, I, I, and there's the what what Dan Savage calls the campfire rule. It's all it's okay to date somebody who's uh, from another generation, but if you're the more experienced one, you want to make sure that you leave that person as you know if as as uh, well kept or better than when you found them. Yes. So you don't want to you know take advantage you of don't them. Want, yeah, exactly. Psychically damage them. Uh, great I think question. That's a good rule of thumb, though. If you're going to date somebody, leave them better than you found them. Yeah. yeah. I actually know a guy who bragged about how he made girlfriends anorexic after he dated them. And I was like, so you... Traumatize people into eating disorders. You destroy things instead yeah. of creating things. High five. It's, yeah. That's who. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oops. I spilled coffee on you. Oh, it's all right. Um, yeah. Excellent question. Uh, that's... I. Thank you for that, Maria. Yeah. Next one, gang. I wanted to let you know how much I love your show. Oh, see, Aww. we need more of these because we're really we're psychically fragile. Yes, we, we we've dated people who haven't observed the campfire rule. <laughs> yeah. um, you bring something great each Tuesday. The dynamic is perfect. Perfect. Yes, um, that was my emphasis. <laughs> the comedy, along with the politics and news, is very important. I have to say that Emily has my heart. Ha ha ha. Okay. Aww. Not in some creepy way. Her laughter just makes my heart smile. So adorable. Keep her laughing. Aww. Uh, weekly listener at T of, insan- uh, T of Sanity. T O F S N A N I T. That's Tim. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Tim. And this is for you. 
<laughs> Wait, I think I think Tim is uh, responding. Hey now. Hey now. <laughs> uh, next one's. Oh, shoot! I, it's an audio letter. I can see in uh, the subject line. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna get to the audio ones at the end. Uh, this one's from Chris in Canada. For uh, good morning from the land of the living skies. That's what the license plate on his uh, truck says. Firstly, Emily's use of the word tankaroo. Tankaroo. <laughs> what is tankaroo? It's when like a movie bombs or when something, you know, it's like fail. Uh, it's sort yeah. of like the unclear. Tankaroo. <laughs> what was that character on uh, SNL? Uh, what's his name he used to do? Oh, uh, Paul. No. Uh, uh, Rob Schneider. Rob, Rob Schneider. Schneider's. Uh, I forget the character. Have you ever worked with him? I have. Is he a nice very guy? Funny. Nice guy, very funny man. He yes. just seems like he seems like I don't know, ill humored to me. He's a, he's a little grumpy. off. He's yeah. a little off, but a uh, grumpy comedian? What? Yeah, what? Right. <laughs> Go for a cynical comedian? He and what you call it are just such oddballs, but they're so fun to hang with. Um, Norm. Norm. Um, Norm McDonald. No, Norm is another one. Norm I love Norm him. is great. He's so funny. He's funny. He's a great guy. No, uh oh man, uh Harlan, Harlan. Oh, Harlan, Harlan, Harlan Williams. Williams is a he fucking amazing. He is so funny, but he seems like a weirdo. Yeah. Um, in a good way. Okay, so <laughs> firstly, Emily's use of the word tankaroo kept me thinking of the Canadian kids show Polka Dot Door. Which, I think I watched that. Which included a magical character named Polkaroo. Um, <laughs> I actually rented a movie called Pokeroo Part 6. It's uh, completely different. This is a Christian podcast. Keep it clean. All right, comedy uh, jail. Secondly, I have been thinking of about some trips I took years ago, and I'm finding myself remembering them more fondly than I did at the time. Have there been trips like that for you? Mine were when we went to Washington, D.C. when I was in grade 12 for a week. Senior year uh, is what we call it nice. in America. Uh, this was 2003, still high anxiety post 9-11 and coming from Toronto on the, the heels of the SARS outbreak. So it was naturally tense and the academic structure detracted from the experience. Mm-hmm. Also, when I went to Cuba in 2005 for a university course, we call them college classes in America, <laughs> uh, staying in, America. in downtown Havana and governmental uh, ministries going to the University of Hannah and ta- Havana and taking part in a 2500... 25, oh my God, 250,000 person protest. I remember just being uh, ready to leave after our two weeks, uh, but now marvel at what we got access to. Uh, anyhow, that's probably wordy enough. Happy birthday again to DJ James. Oh, thank you. Cheers, Chris. Uh, what a great experience that must have been to be in Havana. I mean, right. you know, it, uh, we have limited access to Cuba. I, I think it's relaxed under Obama, but yeah. um, before you had to go through another country before you could get to, to uh, Cuba. Yeah. And it, legally, it, I don't think we were allowed, uh, Americans were allowed to go. Um, but I would, that would be really fascinating. That Cuba's yeah. gorgeous. Here's how I go on trips. I go on trips where I dread it. I don't want to go. I'm thinking about who's going to take care of the dogs and how am I going to make money and what audition, auditions am I going to miss. Then I go and, then, and I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. And then I come back thinking, that wasn't so bad. I'm never going on vacation again. So, wow. Yeah. yeah. I love travel. I use any excuse I can to travel. I really? love it. Oh, hell yeah. Even if it's like a road trip. Sometimes I get excited to go to Santa Monica. Yeah. I think even bad trips I've had uh, have been... They're, they're fun. They're adventures. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I like going to places and getting lost and just not having a, a strict agenda and mm-hmm. just seeing, mm-hmm. seeing what happens. Yeah. Um, 
I listened to Henry Rollins on Jeff Garland's podcast. Oh yeah, and uh, you know, and he's a he's a an oddball as well. He's a character, yeah. Yeah, uh, but he says like he'll go to uh, like you know a Middle Eastern country and just pay the cab driver like go that way for a while. And then he'll just drop himself off and then just explore with his camera. Which I think is a great, great great way to... That's awesome. I would not be comfortable doing that. But he's fucking Henry Rollins. Uh, Can you drive up to that smoldering building, make a left (laughs) uh, at the explosion? Right. uh, I'm good. People waving guns can take me there. Thank you, Google Earth. (laughs) Yeah. I'm fine with this. (laughs) Thank you, Henry Rollins. Just send me, you know, for your photo book. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, I don't don't know. Uh, I... My mom is huge on travel. She just sent me... Uh, we went to India together, and it, and it was tremendous. She sent me a, a vacation she wants to go on, which I would love to do, to Croatia. Oh, wow. That would and be awesome. I hear it, it's really nice. There. Gorgeous. Like the, 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 you know, the... Adriatic? Yeah, like the coast is just stunning. And, you know, not a lot of people are wanting to go there because of that trouble they had some time yeah, back. You know. Yeah. So this... this, this tour would take them through like bosnia and like lithuania was it am i in the right part of the world sure (laughs) but like eastern you know the the balkans would take you through the balkans and i would i think it would be amazing i would love to to go to donate to emily's going to croatia fund oh yeah please kickstarter (laughs) no steve and i were talking with that we should have a uh uh we should organize a tour of cleveland we should take the podcast to cleveland and and like you know you know really put our money where our mouths are you know (laughs) you could make it a drinking game see how like drink every time there's a unnecessary expletive (laughs) yeah no but we want bill drink every time bill starts screaming people would die all right so yeah if you like that idea tweet back at us um that would be fun to to take a do a remote um, that would be fun. I think we all should uh, rent different cars and and drive there like a uh, cannonball run style <laughs> race to Cleveland. <laughs> oh my god! I, you I would be the Jackie. Chan. I was about to say I want the Jackie yeah. Chan car. You would be fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm a shitty driver. Uh, <laughs> oh, imagine that. Stereotypes. <laughs> Killing stereotypes. So that my my uh, <laughs> I, I came back from shooting and I. Left. I was tired, and I must have left, not engaged the parking brake. But like, I was oh, eating dinner, yeah. and then I heard I was eating dinner. I was home for like an hour, and I hear this crash, and my car had slowly crept out of the driveway and oh. smashed into a car across the oh, way. Oh, that's right, you were telling us. So that. now I'm driving a, a rental car. It's a, a white Impala with Arizona plates. So when I'm <laughs> driving it, I'm I, I'm like, why do I? Why do I hate that African president so much, and why do I want to close the borders? <laughs> oh, right, I'm driving a, a white Impala from Arizona. Um, all right, next emails from Ash Williams. Number one, a great zombie film has a kung fu priest kicking ass for the Lord in a cemetery. <gasps> oh yeah, dead alive. I kick ass dead for alive. the Lord. Yeah. Yes, it it paints a. a this is Peter Jackson's, what, second or third film. Uh, it paints a priest in a serious role as a protector of his flock, not a shirtless, child-chasing pedophile. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if that's what... I think Peter you might ja- have an agenda to, <laughs> right. to see that in. Yeah, Just Peter Jackson was just like, you know, Catholics have been taking it up the ass. So I'm going yeah. to yeah. rectify this by making Dead Alive. Yeah. <laughs> dead Alive, that strong social commentary. Yeah. Oh, man. Well done, Peter Jackson. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, after Bill is done yelling, I expect him to say, I am woman, hear me roar. <laughs> Hashtag Bill's rant. Excellent, excellent point, Ash Williams. Thank you for that. Uh, oh, this one's from Michael in Germany. Another email from Germany. Hi, ladies and not-so-gentlemen. I decided to write in again, this time only a short uh, email because I'm at my lunch break. My finally, my cousin finally did get a job in Michigan, and she's back home again. Um, yeah, to that, because it's cheaper for me to fly into D- Detroit. I wonder why. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, when we are traveling, uh, what did Bill plan for his Euro trip? What places does he want to visit? Um, so that's all for now. Fuck the heat. Especially when I'm riding 10 miles on my bicycle to and from work. Fucking going where the fuck I want. (laughs) But Europe sucks. Travel sucks. Fuck Germany. No, that was. That's half-hearted, Marty. That was half-hearted. I I didn't put my back into that one. I'm I'm sorry to both Michael and to Bill. Bill, you deserve better. Bill, when you swear, you mean it, and we can tell. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. He's traveling to he's in London and Germany, I think. Yeah, he's yeah, he's taking a few days in London and he's going to Germany, probably going to the Yaver plant. Yeah. With um, a with a big pic- poster of himself going ladies. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> ladies. Just like just like a sandwich board but with, yeah. with his face on it. All right, right. With like, his face would be on it already. I don't know why he would cut it out and then <laughs> stick his own face. Right. People aren't going to recognize you yeah. now. You just look weird. Right. <laughs> Bill, why are you such an idiot? God, we're going to have to talk about this when you get back. <laughs> <laughs> it is like having Bill on the podcast. Yes. It's amazing. Oh, Bill, we miss you. We can predict uh, you. Bill had a callback, I think. I think that's what he had. Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. So I hope did. you booked it. Uh, next email is from Sean Robert. Um, Gonzalez. Uh, morning, y'all. Just wanted to say thanks for reading. Um, he sent in a, 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 an email last week. Mm-hmm. I forgot to add my status for the pod. Male, 26, single. But we also want to know your job. Yeah, so if you haven't tweeted us... We are collecting your personal yeah, information. Yeah, we want your driver's <laughs> license number, number, social security number, <laughs> PIN number, and age, sex, and job. And where you and where you where you are, uh, to Kruger. You glad you're back. I've listened to Anal Cunt. Could you do a Randy Newman rendition of an Anal Cunt song? Um, <laughs> okay, uh, we can't do that. I it's can't. a worthy request, though. Worthy yeah, I request. can't do an imitation of Kruger doing Randy Newman yeah. doing Anal Cunt. So uh, I apologize. <laughs> that's just that's it's too many layers. Too many levels of inception. I yeah. haven't mastered that that level yet. Uh, to JJ, to DJ James, you're right. A lot of my uh, bands have punk influences. Uh, what can you say? Um, the 90s. Yes. Uh, so he says, I'm glad you keep it old school in hip hop and metal. Defender of faith. Uh, hope you get to go to Comic-Con. Again, tweet Kevin and Ralph to yes. ask them what the fuck is up. Why is there no DJ James love in Comic-Con? Yes. Uh, to Ms. O'Hara, I remember you saying you like Mike Patton. Have you heard Tomahawk? That was my Mike Patton impression. Oh, nice. <laughs> Have you heard Tomahawk or checked out any of the Dillinger Escape Plan uh, song that features him? I do know Tomahawk. Love Tomahawk. Very good stuff. I've not checked out Dillinger Escape Plan. Well, something to look forward to. Mm. To Marty, how much did you enjoy Pacific Rim? We already got into that. What was in my bento box? Uh, here's what I <laughs> did do. Uh, I, I brought in, yeah, the 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 Fura. What's it called? It's the Fura Kami or something like that. It's it, it's great this ju- radio. Oh my god, this is terrible. <laughs> this is like this is Marty has a brain fart yeah. episode. Just, Marty cannot use a word. Uh, 
You don't have Bill screaming at you. I don't think it's applying. I don't think we're applying enough pressure. I know. Yeah. Come on. Come on. Belittle me. Fuck, Marty. Fuck. Fuck you. Okay. Fuck you. Milwaukee. It's a. It's this seaweed and and sort of dried fish treat that you put on rice, but you you can put it on popcorn and it's delicious. So what I did was I had put butter on the top part, and then when the butter ran out, then I added the. The seaweed stuff. And it was delicious. It was delicious because if you go to an AMC theater and you're a a frequent watcher, they'll upgrade your your popcorn for free. Tricks of the trade. I could have a whole whole podcast just on that. Um, yeah, yeah. Just, we just took a flask with a straw hanging out of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What would what, you would you drink? Uh, vodka. That's nice. Svedka. Nice. Svedka, which is I, I always want to say it with a Russian accent, but it's actually Swedish, so I think it's more. Did. <laughs> You just drank it straight. You didn't get a mixer and then mix it. Well, we had a we bought a popcorn and coke, which is well, you know, fifteen bucks. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's I, I'm so not even going to get into that, but yeah, it's horrible. So we got a coke, uh, and and then I had uh, we had our flask, and we did it with the straw to be well to be you know, elegant. First of all, right. And you're gonna drink <laughs> for class for class. <laughs> yeah. You know, class classing it up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I didn't want to strap the flask this. to your crotch. You yeah. Know, into, yeah. You didn't want it. <laughs> I didn't want to, you know, tip my head back and everyone sees the flask. So. <laughs> Fair I did, enough. And I, and I held it with my pinky out. Okay. Right, Doing it right. Yeah. Um, next, we have a bunch of uh, audio, audio questions. I have not... A bunch. A bunch. That implies more than one. I know. I haven't screened these, but they're from dedicated fans to the show. All right. First one's from Darren. Oh, that means I might be swearing if you haven't screened. There might be uh, oh, yeah. inappropriate swearing. Oh, maybe oh, maybe a mention sake. of of an inappropriate body part. <laughs> Not from Wolf Amsterdam. Here we go. Um, Good morning, Murps. As I record this, it is DJ James's birthday. Huh. Happy birthday, James. Thank you. And so my question is this. What was your favorite birthday? Mine was my 24th birthday when I went to New York for the first time. Mm. Yes. Fuck Boston. By which I mean, it's nice to have Steve back. Oh, but he's not here. I know. Steve, would you like to uh, reply to that? All right. Well, fuck you, Steve. <laughs> yeah, he sent me an email when I was complaining that he wasn't here. He just said, "Fuck you." So, <laughs> so he's got some sentiment, some love too. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, what, I think it was Pacific, watching Pacific Rim while sipping. A, yes, while sipping vodka, <laughs> vodka out a of straw. a straw. Um, now, there's always, there's one birthday that always uh, resonates, and and for kind of a funny off reason, it was my I want to say my sixth or no, it had to have been my seventh birthday, seventh birthday, and it was Popeye themed. Uh, my mom had gotten a uh, a Popeye piñata, which I thought was odd. How are we gonna How are we gonna bust the, the you know? Right, it's Popeye. It's Popeye. Oh, he's, he's fucking strong. He's not gonna. You can't. Nah, he he cracked like a fucking egg. That guy. <laughs> um, but there was this back then. They used to. There was no. There were no health issues right. with children's products back right, then. Right. And bag the of glass. Cake, yeah. Bag of broken glass. Yeah, bag of broken glass. Yeah. Nails. Um, the cake had this sugar, but literally like this inch and a half thick fucking thing of sugar, a cake of sugar right. that was painted or whatever, shaped like Popeye. And I just, I remember like, fuck, I can't wait 
to get my hands on that fucking Popeye, you know, because you can't touch the cake before that. Right. So finally, I get this thing, and I'm so happy, and I'm munching on the Popeye Just thing. Pure sugar. Oh, my God. I got about maybe a quarter of the way through that thing, and I felt the worst fucking feeling ever as a kid. I still remember. It was just my stomach. I mean, it was too much sugar. Right. I was ODing on sugar. Right, right, right. I was just like, ugh. And I just remember after that, I was like, I don't ever want to taste another fucking cake of sugar like that again. Really? So aversion therapy. Yeah, that, it really did work. Cause yeah, that, that's I, brilliant. Do you like sugar nowadays? I do like sugar, but not those. I've seen those type of sugar. Yeah, yeah. That I don't like even with the little flowers. They're made the, yeah. with the same stuff that on cakes and it's just uh, i see it and i go well that's good i'm like no yeah. thank you maybe i'll try that Popeye. and start a start a do you have diet. a sweet tooth i have a major sweet tooth that's what, out of control what do you eat any oh god if it's sweet i want to eat it i have a major weakness for gummy bears for horrible gummy bears not just any gummy bears. oh I yeah gotta, it have to be horrible. You have standards gotta have my yeah i do oh I do. you okay. eat the horrible <laughs> <laughs> horrible why you eat horrible gummy bear why not good gummy bear <laughs> You, Marty, your favorite birthday. Oh, jeez, I don't know. I, I, these days, I, I try to space it out as long as I can, um, and then get people to take me out to, to dinner because I don't mm-hmm. eat out, you know, a lot. So uh, that's usually what it is. It's just like, oh, you know, you should take me out for dinner for my birthday. Wasn't it like uh, last month? Yeah, but you said you would. Yeah. <laughs> and so then I get it. Um, nice. But... <laughs> So I I don't know I I can remember one doing uh, karaoke doing some Black Sabbath um, that was really fun and nice. Tamara uh, Lance Mountain was there this is probably ten years ago uh, and then um, then I went back to that bar like I like five years later and somebody said weren't you here oh aren't you the Asian kid that did Black Sabbath yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, look at somebody sent you a, a picture. Who sent yes. you that? Uh, no, actually, I went and took that myself. Oh. I just wanted to throw it up. That's uh, yeah. Uh, thank you, James the U- Franco, for U- U- they got the wrong. They got the wrong uh, little emblem there. So yeah. James, yeah. Our, DJ James has his, his own Hollywood star, but uh, for his film work, <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, for your for film my body work, of work. Yes, yes. as the reporter in uh, <laughs> yeah. the, the cartoon. In the cartoon, I'm, I'm the photographer. What's the cartoon called again? Uh, Jay and Silent Bob Super Groovy Cartoon Movie. Ah, excellent. Cool. And you. Probably two years ago, uh, I had a fantastic Mr. Fox birthday party, and people actually showed up, which was what made it. In costume? No, we didn't do costumes, but you know how there's Boggs, Buns, and Bean, and they all have the the things they eat? Oh, right, right, right. So we had a whole spread of... you know, the Boggs, Bunsen, Bean meal. So we had the hard cider, the chicken, and um, we had uh, donuts. I believe they were uh, – what kind of donuts were they? Krispy Kremes that oh, we had with yes. goose pate. Like you put them together. It's oh, amazing. Wow. Everybody looks – like everybody's stomach churns when you mention it. But no, it's really good. Wow. Pate and I've donuts. Okay, that's good to know. I, I yeah. like that. I like that better than a, a donut burger. I, that doesn't interest me, but that – what you're talking I could about do this. a donut burger. Uh, <laughs> right, that, that, that book good. just made me so hungry as a kid. I, <laughs> I would read it and I just reread the food things, you know, because yeah. I'm a big eater. Um, Funny. Yeah, good. All right, that's a good. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Here's our our next email. Oh shit! Why is my computer's? My thirteenth birthday was awesome. Uh, that's when I got. Uh, I had my first like friends from school party. Mm. Like as an as a 
teenager because I was 13. So mm-hmm. I was officially a teenager. Uh, but my mom bought me Boba Fett's Slave One and I had to feign, uh, you know, pfft, that's for oh, kids. Right, that's right, for right. babies. <laughs> and as soon as everyone left, I'm like running. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. See, that's why Pacific Rim was great because it made me, it took me back to the, like, the, the, the thrilling days when, like, you know, Voltron was, was cool. But now, Mm -hmm. but I have adult sensibilities, but it still took me to that same action place. Like, I can't watch those old Japanese things with anything but nostalgia, but I don't actually get any thrills that, you know, out of it nowadays. But so. Yay, yay to, uh, I would like, who's the director again? Of, oh, uh, Guillermo, Guillermo, Guillermo del Toro. (laughs) GDT. I want to see a Voltron. And now that the level, seeing the level of, of effects and, and CGI. It's seamless. It's seamless in that movie. Like you never question anything as being not real. Exactly. I, I would love to see. Maybe him or someone. I would say him. If I'd want to see him take on the, the Voltron, the, well, the, he basically the did that with Pacific Rim. He did, but I want to see the actual lions. All right, I want right, to right. see the fucking yeah. formation of. Right. Uh, we want the intellectual property we grew up with. Yes. Right. Damn it. All right. This next one's from Olivia. Uh-huh. All right. Hi everyone, it's Olivia. So I don't have a great accent or really anything interesting to say, <laughs> but I did finally get around to watching Ishtar, which you guys recommended to me maybe a year ago, maybe longer. <laughs> but either way, I absolutely adored it. I thought it was completely hilarious. The first half hour was genius, and I'm sure the backlash it got when it was released is just the fact that people didn't realize just how incredibly bad it was supposed to be in terms of um, the music. So I also saw it before midnight recently, which I found just, I don't know, completely devastating and perfect and charming and wonderful. And I still don't really know how I feel, but <laughs> it was an emotional roller coaster. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it. Not really much to say, but keep on keeping on with that grumpiness, Bill. I for one adore it. And as a Swiss gal, I can honestly say I'm neutral towards Cleveland. So that's that. Bye, guys. Aww. Oh, take a stand on Cleveland, Olivia. Yeah. Olivia, you may not have an amazing accent, but you have some amazing S's. Did you guys hear this? Yes. Yeah. Wow. I, she's got a great radio voice. Olivia's yeah. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, I have not seen Before Midnight. I'm scared to. What is it? Yeah, it's the, 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 the capper in the, the trilogy of Before Sunset, Before Sun, Before Sunrise, Before Sunset, Before Midnight with, uh, you know, with, uh, Ethan Hawke and, yes. um, the you know the French lady brain fart day. Remember, I have a pass. Fuck Marty. No. Fuck. I, 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 Come so, on. Uh, fuck. Uh, Richard Linklater directed it, and um, they all c- collaborated. Uh, um, Julie Delpy. Ah, there you go. Same work. Does work. Yeah, but I, it's supposed to be fantastic, and I I loved Before Sunrise. I don't know why I haven't seen the rest of them because I wanted yeah. to see Pacific Rim. Yes. That's why. Um, but thanks for the recommendation. And Dan is a huge Ishtar fan, and it is a very fun movie. It is. So, um, yes. And, I think, yeah, and I, she's right, and we've said it before. People don't realize, yes, it's bad. It's supposed to be, but it's, it's a story about <laughs> these guys that are doing bad music or are at a place in their lives where their music is just not doing what they want it to do. I mean, it's supposed to be that. Is it sort of like, is it sort of like Spinal Tap? 
No, 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 no. no. It's a, it's a. I mean, it's a bloated movie. You know, yeah. I, mean, I mean, it was a, a, a big flop. But oh wait, this is the one with Dustin Hoffman. Yeah, and Warren Beatty. Oh, okay. Yeah, Ishtar. Yeah. yeah, but it's a very entertaining movie, and it's it's a light comedy. You know, yeah. Elaine May. Um, thank you so much, Olivia, for that that email, uh, voicemail. That was great. Yes. Um, keep them coming, and then I have one last one. But I'm having trouble. Opening it, so give me a sec. Right. Fuck um, you, Mari. You Fuck you. It <laughs> oh, doesn't work on the computer. Apparently. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know if we talked about it on the show or not before, but uh, did you ever see Dead Set? Uh, yes, you it, saw it's it. Right, so good. The British. Uh, it's a British zombie uh, flick, and it's no, it's not. It was a TV series, I think, or a TV series. I'm sorry, um, and it's based on uh, it's it's like a Big Brother. It's it literally based. Oh. I mean, they use Big Brother, the, yeah. the TV show. Yeah. So there's a zombie outbreak, and the people in Big Brother don't know that it's happening. Yeah. And so the cameras are left running while everyone outside is dead, and they have to start dealing with the zombies. Is, I'm, I haven't seen it. I'm yes. guessing you got to see it. Dead <laughs> yeah, set. It's from 2008. Um, yeah. It's the. It's very. It's a. It's a social satire. It is. It's, a, it it's is. about reality shows and, and it, television. Exactly. Uh, oh, God, that sounds good. It's so good. And yeah, I, I, everybody should watch it. Maybe that's a, everyone's, should be everyone's homework. Yeah. Um, I have more homework because uh, we were talking about you know underrated movies that no one's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Interstate 60 is made by the makers of uh, Back to the Future, and it has uh, an incredible cast. It has... Gary Oldman playing a uh, American uh, leprechaun, and <laughs> it's all about sort of like quantum physics, quantum mechanics, and it's 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 so cute, it's so clever, it's so much fun. Christopher Lloyd is in it, and uh, oh nice, I I can't Marty, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's good. Um, okay, can't recommend it highly enough. No all one's right. ever seen it. No, I've never seen it before. Chris Cooper has. An amazing turn in it. Yeah, so Bob Gale, who wrote uh, Back to the Future, mm-hmm. directed it, wrote and directed oh, it. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Interstate 60? Interstate 60. All right. All right. Good. I finished uh, Top of the Lake, by the way. Oh, what did you think? And I, I loved it. I, I thought I was going to take I was waiting for it to take a sci-fi or yeah, mystical, supernatural turn, yeah. mystical turn, but it's actually just a great character-driven uh, uh, dramatic series. Yeah. I, I really... Uh, and that and, twist at the end, did you? you yeah, I, I didn't... I didn't see it coming at now. I don't want to give it away, but I was like, are you kidding me? I invested all my time to, for this to happen. And then it, and then it twists and, right. and it's like, Oh, that yeah. sucks. But yeah. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. It, it's a very, <laughs> it's a very watchable. Yes. One. Um, yeah. Okay. Here's, here's our last email. All right. Hi, Tuesday gang. This is Lou. <laughs> Well, I don't really have a question, but I promised Darren that I'd actually send in a audio letter this week. So this is me. And I suppose if I have a question, it's about what was your best vacation? Because I've had a pretty crappy week this week so far. And all I'm thinking about is taking a nice long vacation. Anyway, always good to listen. Keep up the free funny. Bye, Lou. Oh, Lou. I love Lou. But Lou, you said it wrong. You're, you're, uh, you, holiday. you, Brits, you yeah, you Brits don't take vacations. You take holidays. <laughs> <laughs> so she's in New York now. So she's, oh, okay, but, yeah. So she's a New Yorker. Yeah. Um, we talked about it kind of a little bit earlier. Yeah. But, um, you guys I, have one track minds. And I didn't. I know it's summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
as a kid, I remember this one trip we took. It wasn't far. It was uh, to San Francisco. Bless you. Um, but to the uh, – what is it? The Museum of Natural History or – bless you. Uh, I don't know what yeah. it's called. Where the dinosaur yeah. bones are. Yeah. <laughs> I – as a kid went there, I think that we, I was probably about the same, about six or seven years old. And I just remember driving, we had a van. And I remember riding in the van, listening to AM radio, listening to, uh, Dr. Don Rose. And, oh, oh Dr. I, I love Dr. Don, man. Awesome. Anyway, um, I just remember listening to, what was that? KFRC? Yeah. KFRC. Uh, listening to KFRC and, and just remembering, it was. It's very visceral for me. This is like a really uh, impressionable time. It was the seventies. Uh, the radio, the AM radio, was alive with Wings and uh, right. And you know that particular, you know, seventy six, seventy seven. It was Wings. It was right. um, a Captain and Tennille. I mean, just no, no, we'll keep that together. Song played every five minutes. That was your fucking poker face of nineteen seventy six. I think it was. Um, but I just remember. Going to that place and it was just so magical as a six, seven year old seeing the fucking T Rex bones and and just mm-hmm. I, I, that'll I'll never forget that I'll That's never forget awesome. that on that experience. That, yeah, I remember we would take these vacations. We we went to Canada. We went to Alberta. We drove there in the the seventy two country country squire, uh, and I would like my sisters would be in the middle seat. I would be in the in the back, you know, yeah. and I would set up the the all, the sleeping bags and just sort of sit there and read comic books the the you know the entire way. And like I was right above like the exhaust manifold, so it would get really hot, you yeah. know. And uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we just eat like at diners and you know. I think we camped out a little bit, but uh, oh, cool. Yeah, r- those road trips are really, really fun. Yeah. Anytime and, you go camping is good. Yeah, we didn't. Oh, that yeah. was like camping we didn't do a lot of camping, but I've done more recently, and that's yeah. I've liked that a lot. We did Yosemite one year. Oh, nice. Yosemite. My older sister, uh, rest in peace, lover uh, Athene. Um, she would not get out of the van. <laughs> would not get out of the really? van because uh, there were the little water. Um, I don't know. They look like oh, mosquitoes yeah, yeah. Yeah, or something, yeah. but they just sit on the water. Yeah. yeah, she was a bug. She was like, no, no, no. She was <laughs> the whole time in the van while we were out jumping in the water and you know having fun. Oh. You know, and she would not get out of the van for that shit. Hmm. India. India was fantastic. India was probably. I mean, how can you beat oh, going to wow. India? We spent the first half of it in. Um, I believe it, it's Uttar Pradesh, which is in the foothills of the Himalayas, or Himalayas, as they say over there. And um, we lived sort of like the country life, and we would take our take our laundry down to the river and do laundry by hand and beat it against oh, stones. Wow. And um, really, yeah. And we met the cow that brought that gave us the milk every morning. And I got chased up. <laughs> I got chased up the side of a mountain by that cow's son. <laughs> <laughs> Very aggressive son of a gun. Uh, and then this for the second half of it, we did sort of the touristy thing. We went down to uh, Jaipur and, of course, we went to Agra and saw the Taj and um, nice. met a lot of people. And it was – it was I really recommend Jaipur. I had my butt grabbed. Apparently in um, India, the only impression they have of – white women is either porn because they don't make any porn in in india so all of the porn is imported from 
countries <laughs> with white people and like the mega blockbuster movies, like the yeah. really, really big ones make it over there. And so they think that basically all white women are sluts. <laughs> objects of. So if you're a white woman in India, make sure you dress very demurely. I was dressed very demurely and I still had my butt grabbed. Uh, the woman that we met who, well, we knew she was a friend of ours that we stayed with over there said, wow, you only had your butt grabbed once. Cause apparently like the young Indian men think that you're kind of fair game yeah. to grab. So that sucked, but everything and, else was. And it is just amazing. being a white uh, American woman because right. I went there and assless chaps and not one, not a single no person one. reached out. <laughs> there've been, there've been news reports uh, in the past, you know, recently of, of just gang rapes and, in, in yeah, um, India is not in getting, India, in, in, yeah. I mean, how do, do, do they eat? I mean, do they have the energy to even rape and pillage? I mean, they're, they're, aren't they starving? Shouldn't they get their social programs together before they start raping people? If they, and, yeah, and ma on malls, I think I think they probably should. They have no public, uh, like trash. So yeah, there's trash. In I've the seen the. And- I don't know if it's just you know propaganda or whatever, but I, I've literally seen those commercials where the kid is like getting water out of the same. There's a kid taking a shit over here in the same fucking stream of water yeah. as that's that's well, the horrible. Ganges is a ruins. The Ganges is 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 polluted all to fuck. And, and then they put their dead bodies in there too. Sam Gange? Yeah. Yeah. Which the Ganges. Is, it's this uh, sacred river, but Samwise Gange? This is yeah, I got you. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um okay, so the homework then is to watch Interstate sixty colon episodes of the road from two thousand two. Uh good luck the pink finding Power it. Ranger is in it? The girl who played the Pink Power Ranger? She's spectacular in this. Really? If you're a fan of what's her name? Joe, Amy Joe something. Oh yeah, yeah. She's she's just wonderful in this. Does she kick anyone's ass? She doesn't kick ass, but she's just <laughs> tremendous. She's <laughs> really it. a scene stealer. And well, she hasn't gone to prison like the rest of the Rangers, so right? that's good. <laughs> Wait, the ran- one of the Rangers went to prison? A one? What, 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 is that a been thing? A few. Uh, really? The Red Ranger uh, murdered a, a couple um, and tried to steal their boat. I think it was the Red Ranger. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Green Ranger just went down for something. Uh, yeah, it's it's a pretty sad tale. Wow, I'm going to look that up and, and yeah. have a and have a and have a report for you all when I return next yeah. week. There will be a dissertation <laughs> on uh, subsequent lives of Power Rangers. All right, that's that's your homework. There it is. Uh, so watch that this. Um, for this week, uh, and then I, ha- I have, think we'll do a music homework next week because I want I want to build to to suffer. Bill yeah. has been schooling me in 1990s hip hop. Just so you oh, know, nice. I've been enjoying it thoroughly. That's yeah. Some what was the, the what stuff. did he tell you to put into Pandora? Uh, oh, uh, Benita Applebaum. Ah, and if yes. you put that into Pandora, Pandora, he said, and let then you'll get a playlist uh, that it will school you on '90s hip hop. Yes, that's he the conscious. Me, uh, go ahead. That's the conscious era of hip hop. The right. early '90s, uh, early to mid '90s, hip hop was uh, very conscious and um, fun. Good and fun. attitude. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a, an evolution or revolution of sorts. tripe that's being. Dish to us nowadays. Yeah, it's such so full of vitriol today. Uh, yeah. Far side is my favorite. Oh, there you go. Yes, That's the nineties. Far side, my nice. boys. Um, yeah, and, I guess uh, I liked Gary Larson's Far Side. I had all those books. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. What do you think he's doing right this second? I don't know. Let's tweet about it. Taking a bath in money. <laughs> right. He's like, <laughs> I should put out a desk calendar of stuff that I oh. did twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, and I would buy it. 
Well, they do every year. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they stay. Oh, well, then I haven't bought it. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Uh, do I, we didn't get into this, but uh, the Cory Monteith. How did he die? Uh, I didn't read the subsequent. They don't know. So he's the the male lead of. I mean, I hate to be the guy to be the guy, but Vancouver. First of all, isn't Vancouver a heavy uh, party? Uh, Is it? Well, he is Canadian. I know Toronto is, but isn't Vancouver also? uh, I I thought it was supposed to be one of those kind of partying towns, and I. I mean, I can only say he he's already had a history or already of had rehabs. a history of rehab and and drug uh, use and abuse. Uh-huh. I mean, what else could it be? Right, right. You know? Yeah. I mean, you it's don't want to presuppose. But it could just be damage from all that drugs uh, that's catching right. up that's, with him. That's a possibility as yeah. well. Uh, yeah. He, he was 31 years old. Baby. And just a baby. Just a baby. And found dead. Uh, so Glee is about to enter its fifth season. I mean, not to get or too, is it too morbid about it? But well, because at th- that point he's already out of high school. I, don't, I haven't watched the show in, mm-hmm. at all. But yeah, uh, but like, how do they address that? Um, this article suggests you don't address that. <laughs> I mean, I would say as a uh, maybe you know they do a if they want to do it big on a big scale, then they do a, a tribute. You know, the kids that are in in the program currently mm-hmm. maybe do a tribute uh, you know right. a song I, I or think whatever. by by putting addressing it in the storyline i think you know this article's right it, like there's no way to do it elegantly you yeah. know because right. you can't have the character die because then all the characters have to react and, and it just seems cheap then it has to be a story it has to be a major plot point yeah. otherwise right. otherwise it's superfluous exactly yeah i think you, you he just makes sh- He's and you can't meta it like everybody who's watching it. Everybody who you have to acknowledge that everybody who's watching it knows that the actor died. Yeah, right, right. You know, so you're not fooling anybody if you kill the character. You right. Know? I think the, yeah. the character just ceases to exist and just yeah. move on. Or you just pull a fresh prince and fucking there's a whole nother guy. The actor, season. yeah. Oh yeah. Just comes out. Hey, hire a new actor. And it's like, uh, no. Yeah. So what? Did, what? Did, what do other shows do? Uh, that '70s show they they replaced the sister in that yeah with somebody different yeah um, but I, I, Sesame Street Steve Steve says they did something like that on Sesame Street oh my God I remember Sesame Street what they did it what, was, was it? Uh, Mr Hooper when Mr Hooper oh, died Hooper Hooper Mr Hooper um, that was yeah what what did they what, do? yeah tell us the story I don't know they they uh, year I mean this was years ago when Mr Hooper who owned uh, Hooper's store on Sesame Street, when he passed away, they wrestled with that, but they realized this show, you know, what we're trying to do is, is teach children and, and, uh, you know, the proper ways of, of dealing with things. And that was a strong thing. They, they decided we're not going to just recast and Pretend move along. Happen. Right. We're going to address it and, and kind of try to teach kids how to deal with loss because oh. you know, this is in 1983 and this was yeah so they uh they you know they they covered they you know they said that mr hooper passed away and they explained it and when people die people don't come back yeah and yeah and i guess the national institutes of health they say that uh that is an appropriate age to to talk yeah. about death yeah. huh. um so anyhow it's very sad and i hope uh they they don't write it Make a story out of we it. We hope they make a, a good line. choice. Yeah. 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 And uh, yes, and our hearts go out to his family. 
Um, so on that very depressing <laughs> note, um, we're, we're going to call it a day. We went a little, a little long, but we also started late. So thank yes. you for your patience. Absolutely. And um, you got stuff, anything good going on this week? Um, there's some good things coming up at the, uh, at the Lovitz. Um, we got some shows that are, that are rolling out of the new network there, the uh, John Lovitz Vodcast Network. So, uh, you guys check it out. Stay, um, you can check it out at the John Lovitz Comedy Club.com as well as the John Lovitz Vodcast Network.com. Very Great good. Stuff. And you're, you're shooting this week? Yeah, no, not shooting. Got shows, got shows, and rehearsing for shows, and shows, and shows, and shows. (laughs) Is it fun? Yeah, it is. It's just I don't sleep a lot. Yeah, and do you have to go all the way out there to rehearse? Yep. You have to go to Topanga. Topanga. Yep. How long does that take? Uh, From my house, takes about an hour. From my work, it takes about a half an hour. That's a lot of driving. Yeah. Um. All right. So uh, this is the final tweet that we're going to read. He says, uh, "Morning." Uh, us. He says good morning to us. Wish I was there. Somebody tell Marty whatever he's saying is dumb for me. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Fuck, say- Marty. You're fucking dumb. Fuck you, Marty. Fuck. <laughs> All right. We will see you next Tuesday. This has been a production of Smodcast Internet Radio.